up, bitches! I know we were, you said you were coming from Ohio State. I was just there today. I, do you ever do like Facebook Marketplace? Not really. And like, I should. I, I don't. Well, today's the reason you shouldn't because mm-hmm. I did it today. Okay. And we do it a lot. Like, you know, we do, we've, I found like we, we've, we've sold things, we've bought things, but man, like you kind of don't really know what you're getting into sometimes. Right. But there's so many good things on there that you can find for cheap. And my buddy, he texts me. He's like, "Hey, you know, can you help me? I'm, I found this like this this freezer mm-hmm. for like a. Like, he has a couple kids. And, like he's like, it's like a freezer I can keep in the garage, but I can, we can store yeah. a lot of meat in there for a long time. I'm like, fun, yeah. And those are expensive. He's like, those are like four hundred bucks. Yeah, they got one that's like kind of used, but it's like a hundred. I'm like, that you got to do that. And he's like, we're going to go to Ohio mm-hmm. City. I'm like, cool. That's right. I like Ohio City. I was like, maybe we'll stop and get a beer somewhere. I'm so excited. Yeah. Nah, we didn't. Um, <laughs> And it wasn't really the area. I like Ohio City a lot, but um, man, there was something about it's like this one house that we went to, and it really stood out. And I'm trying not to sound shitty, mm-hmm. but they had the "Beware a Dog" sign, which anyone that actually buys a Beware, like, there's something wrong with your dog. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, but I wish I should have taken a picture of uh, of like the yard. So the yard was fenced in, but the fence had like the the door where you would walk in that had another another chain link fence door against that oh and then it was wrapped in chains oh that dog's immense and then there were bricks in front of that and i'm just like what the fuck kind of dog is this person the dog have? is a monster <laughs> and we can't see there's no one we're like i don't how do we get to this person to tell them no we're here to pick this thing up and then finally someone comes outside mm-hmm. and i'm watching this dude I'm like, do you have a wolf in there? I don't know what. I never saw the thing either, but it was yeah. very scary. He's like, just come on up. I'm like, I look at my friend. I'm like, I don't care enough about this freezer to do this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and the guy also, he seemed a little fucked up too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. He just, he didn't seem with us. <laughs> yeah, just not all the way there. No, 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 no. And he's just like, and he was, he's like, yeah, man, let me. And he opens the door and he yells at someone and he's like, Hey, is Angel Todd? I'm like, Angel's not, that's not the proper name for this dog. <laughs> nope. I haven't even seen this dog. <laughs> I can tell you right now, that's not it. Yeah, it ain't Angel. It's not Angel. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's, they should just name the dog Rottweiler. I mm-hmm. don't know. And it was a Rottweiler. Yeah, that, and, that uh, yeah, and then some other lady comes out. And I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. She wasn't wearing pants. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah. all right, middle of the day. You're, okay. you're cool with yourself. Congrats with yeah. your body. I'm very uncomfortable. Get a nice little Then breeze. a third person comes out. And we're all just standing there, and I'm like, I'm not going inside. I didn't. I all. I would if they would have said, "Come on in, you can get it." I'd have been like, "No, bring yeah, it to me. Yeah, just, just bring not, it right here." <laughs> yeah, I'm not going in your house. I'm terrified. Yeah. And my buddy, I could tell we didn't talk about it. We talked about it later, mm-hmm. but in the moment, he was like, "I was right there with you. I wasn't going in that house." Yeah. Mm-mm. And then they brought it out, and. Everything. They were very nice, but it was very uncomfortable. And I'm like, that's why there are people that will not do Facebook Marketplace because of that. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. And <laughs> when I sell things, I meet people at the door with the thing I'm selling and I hand it to them. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't know. Anyway, 
So I'll give you the address of that place if you ever buy something from there. Don't go. Yeah, no, it's it really know. scary, and it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, happy Sunday, buddy. Thanks for coming over. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, jam pop here. Jam pop, all caps, no spaces. Hell yes. Yeah, as I like, we like to say, I like that a lot, man. All yes, all caps, no spaces. Well, you you would be surprised how many people just like get that wrong or don't care. I've had a couple, uh, you know, Jewel Big Green? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The amount of people that call him Big Jewel Green. He, he, that was his yes. big thing. Uh-huh. He was just like, it's, I mean, it's only three words and it is spelled out. I don't know how you, he's like, maybe just flow. I don't know. I've never had the issue, but when he said it, mm-hmm. he said it to me when we were recording. I was like, now I have to work. I have to make sure I don't, because now it's <laughs> yeah. in my head. <laughs> You're like, it's I like the, uh, <laughs> what is the thing where you swear and you can't control it? Um, oh, uh, um, uh, um, what is it? Like a Freudian slip? Yeah, yeah. It, it's basically like you can't control swearing and you say horrible things. Oh, like like Tourette's syndrome? Tourette's, that's it. Yeah. So they say that the problem with Tourette's is that it's not that, that you're just hyper aware. The biggest problem, you're hyper aware of what you shouldn't say and that's the only thing you say. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when I was talking to him. Like, that's just in my head and he's telling a story. I'm like, don't say Big Jewel Green. Don't say yeah. Big Jewel Green. <laughs> yeah, like write it down. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big problem for me. A fortune I never did and he was awesome. So I really enjoyed that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, uh, I was r- glad you reached out. You were always already kind of on my radar because you 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 follow and are followed by a lot of people that mm-hmm. I do know, especially on the music side. Yeah, really, like, I love Cleveland music. Yeah, Cleveland agreed. music's fantastic. Agreed. I cannot get enough of it, man. I think it's so underrated. There's so many good artists. I've met so many amazing ones. We just talked about one with Jewel. I mean, there's just so 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 many good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you from Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I grew up out in the uh, Willoughby area. Okay. Um, and then uh, I've since moved closer to Cleveland itself. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, uh, born and raised. Good. Good man. Good man. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had too many outside of well, at least not outside of Ohio. Um, which is fine. That's good. Only a couple that have kind of moved here, which I'm always intrigued by, by the people that move yeah. to this freeze. Now, now Cleveland in general, I, I understand. Cleveland's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a three sport city. It's a, uh, yeah, lot of great food, great drinks. It's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But it's just so cold, and that's the thing that yeah. I think will always prevent us from doing becoming like an Austin, because you know, it's also the cost of living's good, and there's really good yeah. neighborhoods. But I think the the frozen tundra, I think, is what's going to prevent people from doing it. I feel like it kind of reminds me of like a Minneapolis. Yeah. Almost like who's, you know what I mean? I'm not from there, so I'm not, I'm not trying to just like dunk on them. But no. like, why would I go there? And that's and that's one that's, that, that's a great example because Minneapolis, I mean, you want to talk about cold. Yeah. Like they I, get both. Like yeah. they get they get snow, ice, cold. They get everything. All of it. Like we have like where it's like we don't get as much snow as some places, or we're colder. Mm-hmm. They're like like there's like pictures. Like you can Google it when we're done. Like yeah, it's just like a snow globe. Pictures. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like the benches will freeze over. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as the rain hits, it's so cold that it just freezes immediately. Right. Yeah. Who wants to move there? <laughs> <laughs> like not me again. Not trying to dunk on them, but hey, like hey, I don't care. Not me. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Like I. That's why when people are like. Oh, but like I moved here. I'm like, oh, are you, I just assume you're like in like witness protection or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I feel you like it's always forced into this. Yeah, like it's, I feel like it's always got to be like a job. Oh, totally. Like totally. it, like who, like who just like comes here, you know? Yeah. Um, so like both of both of my parents um, are from out of the state. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and so like growing up, I I used to always be like, hey, mom, dad, like why are we here? Not not that I don't like it, yeah. but just like why why are we here? <laughs> and uh, um, and it was school, right? Okay. For for both of them. Um, but what, what states? Um, so my mom is from New York and Florida. Okay, like they kind of moved. Um, and then my dad was from. Um, uh, he came from Buffalo. 
Oh, that's another one. Yeah, same vibe, right? Like, I, I feel like they're like sister cities almost. You oh, know, yeah. like, Th- still get the lake effect. Still Okay, and Buffalo's another one. That's one of the coldest places I've ever been. Yeah. That place gets real cold. And and just the, and like the amount of snow that they get is like disgusting. <sighs> yeah. You know. It's absurd. <laughs> Even from a place that gets a lot of snow. Exactly. You go there, you're like, this is stupid. You're just like, you know what? I'm not having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Snow. I can't believe you guys live here. I'm going to go back to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there. I got a couple of buddies that live there, so I've been there a couple of times. And I've yeah. been to Canada a lot, so I'd always just drive through. Right through. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo is another one. So you kind of, well, but the other way, your other parent, New York and Florida, so they've kind of, they've had a, a taste of both. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, that, that was my mom, and she just came to Cleveland, you know, for something different. Yeah. Right. Um, and to, to go to school up here. Um, but yeah, I feel like hearing the stories from her side of the family about, you know, cause, um, her, she has, a, she has three siblings. And so, um, some were born down in Florida, some were born up in New York. And so just hearing the different stories about like when they moved halfway through and how mm-hmm. everybody's kind of getting acclimated to like the different, those are very different, too. very different yeah. <laughs> weather styles. Uh, super. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, and it's a different life, honestly, different culture. Oh, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, my wife, she's from Kent. So we're and I'm from Akron. So we're, yeah. we're from around here. But her parents moved to Florida uh, like 18 years ago. So they, they've yeah. been down there for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then we just had a baby. So they're yeah. and her Congrats. mom's like, we got to. I can't be in Florida with, with my, my grandkid here. So mm-hmm. they moved back. They're in Westlake now. Okay. And nice. this is it. Like they're, I mean, they came in like May. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to get into what's going to be their first Ohio winter in oh, like wow. 15, 20 years. The mm-hmm. mom is okay. The dad's like, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, like, no, he's, I hate already, it. <laughs> he's already over it. Oh, what, what just, part of Florida? Uh, Closer to Tampa. Like they were kind of inland in a smaller area, yeah. but they were probably like an hour, hour and a half away from Tampa. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so it gets hot. I yeah. Mean, no, it's all, it's all hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, I mean, too hot for me. We went, to, I mean, I went down there like April one time and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and shout out to my grandma, but she would do this thing where, um, like she sleeps with the heat on. Oh, yeah. It would be like 85 degrees outside and at, like at night. And then the heat would be on. And I just remember, you know, we would go and sleep over at her, uh, sleep over her house um, when, whenever we would visit. I just remember being like out of my mind at 2 a.m., covered in sweat. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too, I don't know how people do it. I, I, don't I genuinely either. don't know. I, I don't either. And that, but the, it, the, I've had, and I know friends that have moved from here to Florida and then they'll come back years later and it's like 65 and they're like in a blanket. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I go swimming in this. Yeah. But that's, I don't know. Like that's, and that's the, the argument I got, I've never done the other one. So I don't know which would be worse. Cause mm-hmm. I've been in like, like I've been in Phoenix. I've been in, yeah. you know, like, like Tennessee in the middle of summer when it's like yeah. 104. Disgusting. Like that's. Like that's a difficult. I can't do that. Like I, but I also understand when someone's like, "How do you walk outside when it's negative five? I'm like, "I don't know. I grew up there, so I guess maybe I just don't notice it as much." Yeah, like I, I, we, I, I definitely think that there is something about like our bodies getting adjusted. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. That's a that that's always been like the the running joke for all of us. Like, which one is is worse? And I don't know. I'm sure they're be- I'm sure they're both bad. Mm-hmm. If you grew up like you know by a beach and then you come here and like we we just 
factor in snow days and we, not even like snow days for school. Like I, I mean, we've had snow days for work. Yeah. Where like I've had, you know, when I was living in Akron, like my company would email all of us and be like, don't even bother. Mm-hmm. Even for us, this is really, really bad. Everyone just stay home. Yeah. Or like, you know, they would, you would just get legitimately get snowed in. Yeah. You know, because our plows, they're just like, well, we'll do the major streets. Everyone else, you're kind of on your own. You're kind of SOL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. They would do it all the time. They would, I love that they would do that where they would, uh, they would do the um, the main roads, and then at the end, and you, you're nodding along, so I know you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Uh-huh. So if you're on a side street that's like off a main road, mm-hmm. they would just basically build a wall of snow at the end of the road because of the plow, and then what you had to decide if you were to drive somewhere is, yes. do you plow through that and hope no car is coming, or do you risk stopping and getting stuck at the end of your street? Yes. Yes, and I've been stuck at the end of the street many a time. So many times. <laughs> many a time. So many times, man. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, it, it's it's tough, and I feel like the 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 main reason that uh, going back to down south, the main reason I couldn't live down south, it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily the heat alone, because like you know the body will get used to it. I'll be all right. Hmm? The I think the main thing for me is <laughs> the wildlife. Oh, it's that's not a joke down there. It's like. not a joke, and and like the it's. And now that I'm an adult, I feel like it's very important for me to have the world around me be afraid of me. Right. Like here in Cleveland, if I walk outside and there is, you know, a little frog on the porch, that frog yeah. is going to jump away. If I yeah. see a bug flying away and it's not a mosquito or, you know, one of those little midges. Right. The midges. <laughs> yeah. If it's not one of those two things, it's going to fly away. Because yeah. I'm a grown man and <laughs> you should be afraid of me. When I go down to Florida the wildlife does not care. It, oh. it, and, and uh, they're built into the scenery. It's weird. They're built into the scenery, and like they just have the audacity. It's it's the audacity for yeah. me. Do like um do you uh when you when you would visit your parents um do you uh or, or just your family do you have did you remember seeing um what were they called palmetto bugs? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess for anybody listening who doesn't know, they're like flying roaches, yeah. right? You just like flying roaches. Yeah, they're they're noticeable too because yeah, they're just they're bigger than a normal flying insect. Like they have bigger bodies. They're just a bigger body, and yeah. they just fly around like a regular bug. And <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, and it's disgusting. Like it's very gross. My fight or flight, tr- it triggers. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like I have time. a solid eight hundred eighty pounds on this thing. Yes, and it terrified me. Terrified and and. And I, and my whole thing is like when it, like when it comes to spiders or like you know you see like one of those little millipede centipede things. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm gonna kill it on sight because again fight or flight I choose fight. Right right now I kill a spider not even think about it. If if one's up on your wall I'm gonna move this mic to the side. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> just let me. You get might this. see one of those those like little furry ones. Yeah. And they, just, have, and they say don't kill those. They're like those things kill all the other insects. I'm mm-hmm. like. My wife does not give a shit. She's yeah, like, get nor, rid of that thing. Nor do I. Yeah. <laughs> right? If I see it, it's gone. Yeah. My wife is convinced anything that's on the wall is going to end up in her mouth when she sleeps. That's I don't know fair. why, but I also can't say that it won't happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, why risk it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I know, kind of yeah. with her. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Why risk it? Yeah. There's uh, there's so many things. And they they have cool stuff down there that happens, too, like like with just like the little geckos running around. Yeah. Like, cool. I see those. And I'm like, wow, that's so... Yeah. That's amazing. I remember, like, being in places... I got to show you this picture when we're done here, but I remember being mm-hmm. in like Curacao and uh, it's, it's beautiful place, beautiful, everything. 
And uh, but they have large iguanas. I wow. mean, large ones. Yeah. That walk around like stray cats. Like they're everywhere. Oh wow! Like okay. it's not weird to see them. Yeah. They walk up to you. I remember sitting, just sitting in the pool drinking, and I looked over. I was sitting on the edge of the pool. I wasn't even fully in the pool. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was a foot from me, just looking at me, like it wanted me to pet it. Yeah. They're everywhere. Wow. I mean, I have a picture where there's seven in the same photo just walking around. Just chilling. It's just, that's just the way that it is. Yeah. But I kind of, and like for, if I had seen that, like, like if I walk outside and there's an iguana in my driveway, I'd lose my mind. Mm -hmm. But I reacted the way everyone, I'm like, all right, everyone else seems like it's fine. So I guess I don't care. Yeah. But they will walk up to you. They'll try to take, like, they're, they're like, they're like, look, we don't, we don't want, we don't want to tell you to not order food. But they will walk up to you and try to take shit away from you. Like yeah. they'll just, if you're holding a sandwich, one of them will get real ballsy yeah. and he'll just walk up and he'll just try to take it from you. Mm-hmm. Like they're not dangerous. Like they don't even really have teeth. Yeah. Because they just eat bugs. He's like, but they will, they would <laughs> just be aware. If you're not <laughs> used to being around yeah. large, like, you know, like three foot iguanas, they're everywhere. So mm-hmm. it's a little weird. Yeah. No, I would definitely be thrown off. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's, it's it's cool because I'm like, oh, look what's happening here. But then they walk up to you like, I'm not used to this. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I don't like that. Like I like seeing like in Ohio, we're Ohio. I like seeing like a deer across the street. It's beautiful and majestic. I yeah. don't want to see a fucking rhino. No, <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. I remember being like, uh, I remember being like eight years old. Um, I'm riding my bike. I'm in Willoughby Hills, right? Um, so you know a little bit more woods, woodsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm riding my bike. And I, I was just going to go up to like the, like the corner, like a couple blocks down, whatever. And there were these turkey vultures huh. that like came out the woods and, you know, turkey vultures are ballsy. So there's like three of them. Yeah. They're walking and they're, you know, big. Right? They are. They're big. And it's one of those things I feel like, because again, I'm in elementary school, like I'm a small child at this point. I feel like I didn't even know the distinction between like a turkey and a turkey vulture. You feel me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But just, but just. I knew like turkeys from Thanksgiving, right? You know, fun little thing, you know, yeah. the little handcraft and you I eat know, those fuckers. Yeah, they, they'll they'll bow down. Yeah, easy, yeah. whatever. I'm I'm so I'm going up and then uh, I get like you know when you get like 10, 10 feet away where like you can really start to see some details. Yeah, and I'm looking at this bird in its face. First off, it's huge. Like it's just it's huge and it's ugly. And I feel like we don't give a lot of credit to ugly animals for being scary. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at this bird and I'm like. I got to go. Like, yeah. I, fight or flight, I got to go. Mind you, I'm eight years old. I'm still, like, twice the size of this bird. I got to get on but out of here. those things, just, they look like they've just, like, seen some shit. They do. They <laughs> Like, it, it's just like... It, they're like Vietnam birds. Like, they all came back. Facts. And they're like, they were all in Vietnam, and then we brought them all here, and they're all just like, I know that we're turkeys, and you think, but... Mm-hmm. You don't know what I've where I've been. You don't know where that's I've been. That's what they. That's the look they have, and that's that's, that's ugly. It. Ugly animals are scary just because they're ugly. Mm-hmm. They just are. Yeah, they've seen war, and and I just I I knew at that time that I wasn't really about that life. Nope, I was not. I, no, I'm not. Very yeah. much not. Again, I, if there was a window where I I could see myself fighting an animal, it is long past, and I also don't know when it was. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I have that. I I, I don't. <laughs> 
I was, I like was just, geese. Okay, so you're from Ohio. Yes. So you know what it's like when you see a pack of geese. They're assholes. Oh, I've seen people get bit by geese. Yeah, those things are not friendly. Yeah, not they at are all. mean, shitty animals 100%. that ruin traffic and ruin days. Like mm-hmm. they're bad. <laughs> yeah, easy. Like they're here for chaos. But they also have this weird aura about them where everyone on the road, like if you and I were driving on the road and it was a packed road and a bunch of geese were just taking their good old time, ruining everybody's day and making everyone late. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, those birds are the worst. They hate those birds. They suck. But you can't plow one of them down because no. they're still at. They have this. Yeah, they have this. This, this weird advantage over all of us, and it's power. the weirdest <laughs> power dynamic where we can be assholes to everyone, but you cannot be assholes to us. And if you come too close and we attack you, everyone's like, "Yeah, you probably just sh-. like victim blaming is okay with geese." Oh, for sure. They're no. like, "Well, you shouldn't. Know, you can't go near geese. That's your fault." It's uh-huh. Like that. That's a real thing. No, I definitely remember somebody in like middle school, maybe, <laughs> who got <laughs> like bit by a goose, and I just. I just vividly remember the whole, the whole time. And I, I remember her name. I remember what grade it was. I vividly remember after she got bit, everybody was like, well, yeah, I mean, that kind of sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> but have been know, close to the goose. Like, <laughs> yeah, but why'd you do that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a very, we have a real with geese. We have no, victim real. blaming. It, it was okay. real like, well, did you consider that you might have bad vibes? <laughs> yeah. Like, what were you putting out? What were you wearing? What were you wearing? All yeah. of a sudden, you're no, asking for it. <laughs> no, not yet. And it, it, it just becomes like this whole thing. Like, we were terrible people. <laughs> just when it came to geese yeah when you really unpack the life of a geese they yeah. really have it made no for real it, like it, they can just they're like oil protesters except you have to just accept it like you're not allowed to drive through it and we shit. just hear we're yeah. just here they're just huge assholes mm-hmm. and we're just like they're just they're the the village asshole all of them there's like 40 of them and and we're like yeah but you know what you just kind of gotta let them do their thing and the, and the only ones that get yeah. that pass yeah, and, and like we put I, dogs down, <laughs> and I, I realize I clearly just don't pay attention enough in science class because, as we're talking, I'm thinking to myself, where do these birds come from? Where do they go? Where are they when they're not actively ruining my life? Yeah, no idea. I have never seen a geese outside of the middle of a road. Yeah, just like chilling. They're as far as I know, a, they just keep crossing the road all day long. Just go from road to road. Yeah. Then they have more geese, and then they're mm-hmm. like, "Here's what. Here's this is what we do. Yeah. When you're old enough and you can walk, we're just going to keep crossing the street back and forth. And I don't know where anyone's going, but we want to make them 15 to 30 minutes late. Yeah. And no one's allowed to come near us. And if they do, we can attack. And if we attack, they can't do anything to us. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Animal control could show up and be like, I mean, they're geese. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> animal control people probably like, that's my boss, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, Who's oh, that's Hector. Yeah, you can't go near Hector. Like, he knows them. Yeah, he knows them. He'd be like, yeah. look, check the org chart. <laughs> <laughs> check the org. Here are things we deal with. Yeah. <laughs> do you see geese? We can't. Don't call me again. Yeah. That, <laughs> this could have been an email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should have just called us. We would have been like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't deal with that. Enjoy your day. Yeah. Enjoy your day that is now 30 minutes behind schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck. So now that we've unpacked yes. the animals that we are afraid of, mm-hmm. which for me, it is most animals, truthfully. 100%. Yeah. yeah I, I don't. I under, I love animals. I love animal planet. I love animal everything. I'll mm-hmm. watch shark shit all day. All day. But I don't want to ever be, even when we go to like those aquariums, like, hey, you want to like pet the stingray? I'm like, no, it's called a stingray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. I just feel like, first off, I know what happened to- uh, um, Irwin. Irwin. Yeah, I know what happened. We still haven't forgiven yeah. them for that, first off. Yeah, and even though I'm like, I'm, I know it's not poisonous. I'm well aware of that. Mm-hmm. But what if it is? What if it is? Why risk it? Yeah. Did you talk to him? 
Did you ask him? <laughs> we don't know everything. It could have been a secret. Yeah, why, I know why it, take the risk? If I was poisonous, I would keep that close to my chest. I would never tell anybody. I'm just saying. Yeah. It would it would be a secret until it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, that that's not a like what am I gonna get out of petting that stingray? If I if I went if I was like to you, if I, yeah. I'd like, hey, nice to meet you. You won't believe this. I pet a stingray today. You'd be like, Why are you telling me that? I don't yeah, give a like, shit. It's a, it was it dead? Yeah, definitely We're don't in care. Ohio. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about a goose. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your last goose encounter. I can relate to that. Yeah. No, I was uh um I was talking to I was I was talking to somebody about um about men just in general, right? Just about men in general. And I was I was saying that one thing one thing that I have as a man is the audacity. And I feel like every man has the audacity in some way. Right? Like that's just some it's something we can't help. Like it's just we we got it. It's and it can be in different ways, right? Sometimes your audacity means you're a terrible person. Right, you just got the audacity. You know, I'm just gonna be terrible to people. It's cool. Everybody has a different thing. Um, I know for me and for a lot of men I know, we have the audacity in thinking we can fight a certain animal. I do have that in me. That's what I'm saying. I and I was telling her, I was like, look, just go like I was like, when you leave this conversation, when you leave here, just go ask different men in your life what animal they think they could fight. Start I, small. Start small. So, and, and you'd be surprised how far up the, the animal ladder we get. We get. That we're still pretty confident that we can take. And it's like, objectively, do I think I could beat up a rhino? Of course not. Or, or like a moose, right? Like, objectively, no. Those things are like 10 feet tall. But I'm plotting it in my head, like, but there's what I would do. Yeah, in my mind, okay, I'm probably going for the legs. Yeah, here's how I'd make it competitive. Yeah. <laughs> I might not win, but we're going to the last yeah. quarter. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a, especially in terms of like you hear like a. Well, also, I think a lot of people don't know men, and especially mm-hmm. like some of the animals that you definitely shouldn't. Like, you ever been to the zoo mm-hmm. and you go to the panda exhibit? There's yeah. always some asshole that's like, so you can just walk up and pet these things, right? Mm-hmm. And the zookeeper, no, it's still. A, I know it looks. It's still a bear. <laughs> it's it's a bear. Like that'll rip your face <laughs> off, man. <laughs> or like you see, like those little the, the 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 cute monkeys that people hold. Yeah, those things are ten times stronger than humans. Like yes. they are, and they. I, hey, you can Google that. I've seen docs on this. Like, mm-hmm. this is why you don't have like you go to like Texas where everyone's really out of their mind. Yeah, of course, and they have exotic pets and shit like uh-huh. that. Yeah, no, you're not supposed to have monkeys as pets. No, because eventually they will turn on you. They yeah. just do. It doesn't matter how long you've known them. One day mm-hmm. they're gonna try to just take off. For some reason, they like fingers, faces, and genitals, and that's not a joke. Yeah, that's what they attack. Like they bite off digits of fingers, mm-hmm. and and, you're, uh, and you're gonna find out in that moment. Yeah. Oh, I can't fight this turns, monkey. Yeah. I can't fight this monkey. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. The audacity. But you're right. I might actually try that. Maybe I'll just do an episode. Like, look, we're going to name animals. Yeah. We're going to start small and we're going to work our way. Because also, there are some small animals that you're like, like a possum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. that is not of an animal you want to mess with at mm-hmm. all. But, you know, you're like, yeah, but I mean, come on. He's like, like my foot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or like you see like a small little coyote somewhere around here. And you're like, it's a coyote, but yeah. like, I'm not like a small cat. Yeah, like, I could kick a coyote. Like they're not huge. Yeah, <laughs> and then you find out weird fact like wolves. You ever been like the, again to the zoo? I love the zoo. Mm-hmm. You ever yeah. like you, you know, wolves aren't a lot of them. They're not gigantic animals. They're smaller yeah. than a lot of dogs, but mm-hmm. a lot of them also have a bite more intense than a shark. Yeah, it's horrifying <laughs> <laughs> like oh I, uh um because you know i watch a lot of like animal planet Same. videos when i can't sleep 
That's like my vibe. I won't do it for fun, but just when I can't sleep, yeah. animal videos. And I've learned that, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going on this like PR campaign at this point. I've learned that hippos have the best PR in the animal kingdom because they're just death tanks. Oh, they are. They kill more people than sharks every year. By a wide margin. By a too. wide margin. Yeah. And nobody knows. Like, we just think, like, hungry, hungry hippo. It's all yeah. cute. It's all, you know, Madagascar or, you know, Those like. are horrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. You ever see, like, a, like a hippo attack? Yes. Because they're also in, like, like obviously, like, with sharks, mm-hmm. you know, most people don't venture out way in, of which course. actually doesn't even matter because actually most shark attacks happen in, like, four feet water, mm-hmm. like bull and tiger sharks. Okay. But the, um. But like places in like the Congo or like Africa, mm-hmm. you know, those hippos, they're all over those rivers. Yeah. And those rivers are where a lot of those people get their food, where they get everything. Mm-hmm. So attacks are a little bit more common there. Yeah. And they do. They kill more people than sharks a year. And it's not even close. I don't not mean even like close. by five. No, yeah, it's not like even close. Like by like a hundred or two hundred. Yeah. Like it's a and, lot. And they're so territorial. Yeah. That like I feel like because again, we're human, so I think we think we're smart. We got technology. We got opposable thumbs. We can do whatever. We can go wherever. And then we just find out that certain animals don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about our Facebook profile. They, they really they don't do. care. <laughs> and like that hippo or that rhino can outrun your car. Yeah. It might be big. Oh, yeah. They are. <laughs> yeah. They're really fast, They're too. Just fast. <laughs> like, same thing with, like, bears. Yeah. Like, you know how fast. fat, like... You cannot outrun that bear. No, you can't. You might be fast. You cannot outrun that I, bear. Man, I, and I had to look this up after I saw it. I don't remember the movie. It was a, not a very good movie. Okay. But these three guys came across um, this bear, and mm-hmm. they were in the woods. And one of them just slowly reaches down and starts taking his shoes off. And his buddy's like, what are you doing? He's like... I run faster barefoot. And he's oh, no. like, you can't unrun, outrun that bear. No. And he's like, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Completely and, correct, though. And then I really went down this rabbit hole, like, are bears really that fast? Yes. And then I've seen videos of him, like, chasing people, like, on ca- chasing cars, chasing motorcycles. Mm-hmm. They don't catch them, but they're not super far behind. No, either. they're, they're very fast. They're there. And then you factor in, they can climb trees and shit. Like, I mean, yeah. that might be the most terrifying animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And hippos, you t- broad pay. hippos are huge. Giant. Like a hippo is like, like it would, yeah, not, it would not be comfortable in this room. Not this at is all. a decent sized room. Not at all. It's they're gigantic, and yes, they don't look. They look like just fat pieces of shit. They're very fast. They're very fast. <laughs> I, I was watching. I saw this video, and not not to go off on this deep dive no. on hippos. <laughs> I think we're we're there. It's we're, fine. we're here at this point. Uh, I was watching this video, and it's um. It was like a hippo. It was a, it was like a compilation of like hippo attacks, and they were all in boats, right? And um, I'm like reading like the description as it's going down, and it's I'm like, oh yeah, you know, people going into the wrong river, getting too close to the hippo, mm. the hippo attacks, whatever. Until I learned that hippos can't swim. Oh wait, I think I've heard that they're too dense to float. So when a hippo is chasing a boat, it's running on the seafloor. Yeah, it's just running. On the through the water, oh my god! And then just jumps out the when it jumps out to breathe, and then goes back down and keeps running. That hippo is running underwater and catching up to this boat. Oh, I don't think I knew that part. That's terrifying. That is yeah. Terrifying. They can't swim. They're too dense. You think how hard it is to just walk in water? Yeah. Like when you're in a pool, you're like, hey, I'm gonna get out of the pool, and you do this with a little shimmy. Yeah, do a little. It takes waddle. you a couple minutes to get out of the pool, so you can eat. Then they're just doing a full they're on running. sprint. Oh my god! Full on sprint underwater. <laughs> That is terrifying. That is so 
scary. Best PR in the animal kingdom. Yeah, but oh yeah. Yeah, death tank, and we just don't even know. We, we don't even care. Death <laughs> tank is probably the best way to describe those things yeah. too. Death tank. Yeah, they're yeah, and they're aggressive. Yes, and they're not, and they're also not necessarily one of those. You're like, oh, if you leave it alone, it'll leave you alone. Like, mm-hmm. not really. Mm-mm. You know what? I mean, what we gauge as you know threatening versus with it they're like i don't know i can see you so that's threatening to me yeah and then they just say get the hell away from me i'm a death tank yeah i think they know it too i'm sure they know it yeah they have to to be fair i feel like i had i had to have i had to you know come out as a human somehow because i feel like if i had that much power i'd be the worst like oh yeah like if i was a hippo yeah i'm like breaking down some boats yeah and you know uh, uh running up in people's camp and just eating whatever because why not well, like you see like those videos of like packs of like wolves and hyenas yeah. trying to attack some of these animals. Like even like a lion, after a while they can wear it down, like little like death by a thousand cuts. But yeah. It's rare you see it like and I've seen videos of them like like attacking like a rhino and rhino just ran through it and yeah. just started knocking its head around. He's just knocking those things over. And they're like, you know what? Let's go find an elk. Elks are fun. <laughs> yeah. Elks are fun. Let's Elks just, are way more fun. Let's try that. Get a little bit more exercise, but that shit doesn't happen. No, and you know, I was uh, uh, I was watching this video on rhinos, and um, uh, they they were basically saying like the best thing to do with the rhino is like they're just very stupid. It's that like they're like hippos, but just incredibly stupid, and they have badass bad eyesight. So uh, oh, they do have bad eyesight. That yeah. I do know. Yeah. So like with like humans or with different. With different smaller animals, the best thing to do when you see a rhino is pretend like you're a threat, and it might scare them. That's kind of what they say. And, and I uh, might. Yeah. You see my finger yeah. quotes. It's like, like, who researched this a couple hundred times and right. found out? This works a lot. No one made it through the first one that didn't work. No. But that's what they say to do with, uh, like, gorillas, too. Yeah. Like, gorilla, they're like, you obviously want to run away because they're horrifying. Mm-hmm. But- you're supposed to stand still and kind of throw your hands up. If you have like a stick, hold it up because they'll run. Because they're all they are actually not. Mm-hmm. They're not aggressive, right? You know, they'll they'll fight back for sure. And usually when they charge you, it's because they just want you to leave. Yeah, like they're just strong. But they're also just like. But also, you don't know because if you start running and they don't like it, they'll just chase you down, and beat the shit out of you until you're dead. Right. It's like so, stand. And I did see a guy do this. A guy like it fell on like a a kid for some reason. Kids fall in in like zoo cages. Yes. I don't know. It just what happened. shitty ass zoo that is. Yeah. Or shitty parent. But it's, the um somebody's at fault. Yeah, someone's <laughs> at fault there. But like, you know, you've seen like kids fall in the gorilla enclosure. Mm-hmm. And it's always weird because of we'll get to music eventually. If yeah. I love this shit. No, you're good. <laughs> I, I could sit here and we could yeah, just talk we about We might animals. just do this. <laughs> um, but I do want people to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh um I've seen ones where like the gorilla picks the baby up and hands it up to the mother. Yeah. But then they've all seen where they're 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 scared and they start and like a zookeeper or somebody even like someone else will just jump down and just stand in front of the kid and they have to just go like this when they and the gorilla then just veers off because they're just trying to scare him away yeah but like who the fuck figured that out you know I what feel- badass decided like i'm standing it was a guy who thought he I'm- could beat up a gorilla <laughs> no yeah no, definitely and i'm you know what i'm sure i'm sure it's probably some person who just like the turkey vulture has seen war? He's probably seen too many people die. He's like, "What's the worst can happen?" Yeah, <laughs> trying to fall into. I don't want to be here anyway. Gorilla enclosure. <laughs> he just, I'm here. Yeah, I might for as sure. well. <laughs> this is yeah. if this if I die, I die. 
Yeah, I can talk. I do. I can talk this stuff all day because it's so. Because you think about like your experts, like people that mm-hmm. say this, say that. I still the funniest one. I mean, I guess it's not funny because he got bit, mm-hmm. but no, it's funny. It's funny because of what he was doing. The context okay. of this is absurd. Uh-huh. And you can again, same thing. I'm gonna send you all these YouTube clips when we're done. Mm-hmm. But it's just guy. He's standing in probably we're talking about sharks and most of the attacks happen in very shallow water. Yeah. These two guys. One guy was like a journalist. The other guy was a shark expert. Pretty sure he lost that title. Yeah. <laughs> but they were standing in, I mean, maybe maybe above their knees is how deep the water was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in infested waters. There was a lot of sharks. Okay. And uh, the journalist was like, so, he's like, and they were joking at first, like, I'm taking your word for it. We're okay. He goes, we're fine. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And as he's talking about, like, the thing about people understand about sharks is that they're not, and I'm not even kidding, during this interview, one of the sharks went over to the expert and tore his calf off. Oh, it, it, it's on camera. It's in the middle of the interview. They had to carry him out, tore his calf calf off. Ooh. And uh, mm. at the end of it, I, I was like, I, I hate that. I think that that's funny, but it is pretty funny because even the experts, like you guys, don't know. You can, unless until these things start talking to us and tell us what's actually going on. Yeah, we don't know. We just don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, murder among animals. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll definitely get a list together of the animals that I think that I can take. Yeah, I would um, like to. I would like to, and the ones that I think would be a good fight, and the ones that I would definitely lose, but I have a plan for. Mm-hmm. No, I would so. definitely like to know because I think we all have that list. Oh yeah, <laughs> we do. Even if we haven't thought about it too much. We, oh yeah, a little bit. We got the list. Yeah, and some of them I'm very upfront with. Deers are cute, but I get pummeled by a deer. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. things that like attack like hunters and stuff. They just get on their hind legs and just start fucking punching. I mean, my whole thing is. I feel like if I got hit by a car, like the car might be like a little dented up and I'm just done for. Oh, that car's going to have body work done to it for sure. Probably yeah. the windshield too. Yeah. Like, but if a deer gets hit by a car, like your car is done. Oh yeah. It really is. You like, know, like they depending on be, how fast you're going. Yeah. If you hit that thing, that could destroy your car. And so I just feel like, I just feel like, I feel like maybe I shouldn't fight that deer then. Yeah, maybe that should be the gauge. <laughs> I just, yeah. If a car hit me and insert animal here, how much damage is done to the car? That should be the gauge for whether or not you can fight an animal or not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I just Good stuff, man. Shouldn't be for me. Look at that. We're almost what, 35 minutes into this. <laughs> we haven't even talked about what you do. We just talk about our love of animals and nice. the ones we're afraid of and the ones we can beat up. Yeah, well, um, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm moving from music to um, animal uh, um, care. I let's I'll start an all new podcast. We can just do this all yeah. every episode. was like today we're going to talk about aardvarks and can we beat them up? Yes. Right off the bat, I would say yes, I can. Mm, aardvarks. I don't even know what aardvarks do for real. For real, I'm thinking I like that's ar- I'm, I'm thinking of like so confident. I'm thinking of like Arthur. I feel like they eat ants, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. But they're yeah. low to the ground, so they can't. They have small. They have small feet, so I don't think they can jump up on me, and they can't jump up to hit me. I feel like I can just kick it, and it'd be fine. What's the difference between an anteater and an aardvark? I couldn't tell you. The swiftness in which I would kick its ass, probably. Okay. Anteaters, I think, can actually sit up. Yeah, because I, I think I was, I was watching a video about one of them recently, and it's crazy that you said that, because I definitely saw a video, I think it was anteaters, and uh, they were basically saying that, like, anteaters, like, they're, like, really, like, docile, like, they don't play around, like, mm. it's cool or whatever. Um but like you really can't mess with them because they're all muscle, and I oh, guess yeah. they walk on their knuckles oh. to keep their claws sharp. So like, <sighs> the big thing you gotta watch out for an anteater, an anteater is like it can just rip your chest apart. 
just like one swing. And look at that. And now I'm like, oh. Yeah. But I went in, but that's what we're talking about. I went into that, like, look at that thing. Mm -hmm. I'd kick its ass. And Easy. turns out it's like a little werewolf. Yeah. That just happens to like ants. It just happens to like yeah. ants. Yeah, but it will just strike you with its wolverine claw. Yes, and just rip you right, right oh. apart. Why was it? Why would it have that? Well, it's I assume defense. Yeah, it's, it's got. It's not like defense. it eats meat. Yeah, oh, like it, apparently it's like real chill of an animal, but just like, but if you cross me, yeah, except <laughs> for those cruisers that it's got on its on its freaking hand. Exactly. God damn, learned so much already, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into your fucking music finally. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, now, what animal inspired your music? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's say jaguar. Uh, <laughs> you do. You have a um. I don't know what you would classify your your style as, mm -hmm. um, and honestly, I'm not sure I would either because I know you, you've already mentioned you have like you know hip hop background for yeah. sure. Um, it definitely has more pop R and B that I hear to it. Yeah. A lot of it's just kind of like the tone and the pace. But yes. when you're in something like that, like a pop and an R and B, especially I think R and B probably more than anything. Mm -hmm. All the R and B singers that I loved or bands that I loved kind of growing up, uh, they all were everywhere in terms of influences yeah because it pulls so much because you really can't just like you know the the piano trends the guitar the, like what like jazz obviously is a big influence usually right so like how did you kind of get started yeah um uh well it's, it's, it's kind of a long story i mean we have we just talked for 35 minutes about hippos and aardvark. <laughs> I, I think I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't know if I'm more passionate about hippos or pop music. <laughs> hippos for me, for sure. It's probably hippos. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, so so as as a pop musician, I feel like my influences are, li are a little bit different than when I first started as um, a rapper and producer. That being said, um, like you don't lose influences, I feel like. Yeah, Do no, I, I no, I don't think so. So, um, so I, I I'll give you the short version, I promise. But um, I think starting out when I was a child, um, I grew up in a very musical household, right? And so growing up, there was a lot of my dad was big on like classic rock. Uh, there was a lot of Pink Floyd in the house. There was a lot of Santana. You know, there was some Lenny Kravitz. Like that's that's what I'm hearing when I'm in the car with him. And you know he's putting in CDs or tapes sometimes, uh, you know not to not to put my age out there. Uh, I had tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I love mixed tapes. Big part of my life. Yeah. Hey, talk about it. Um, so I, I heard a lot of that, but then on my mom's side, I'm hearing a lot of Prince. She's the biggest Prince fan I've ever met. You know Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Janet Jackson, um, gospel music. You know the Clark Sisters, Kirk Franklin. Uh, my dad's big on jazz. You know, excuse me. So a lot of Herbie Hancock, a lot of, of, of you know, just uh, different influences coming together. Um, uh, a cousin, my older cousin is like a house music producer and like he just makes house music like overseas as like a side gig. And, and so I grew up listening in like Deep House, you know, not like American House. Um, you, okay, that's a good distinction, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he's not like Calvin Harris or, you know, something like that. But like the kind where like. There's no words that each song is 17 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I, I think I grew up listening to a lot of very different things. And while it wasn't necessarily intentional of I want to be a musician and I'm going to take these influences, it's more so this is how I see music. And I think I learned to see music in a very diverse and kind of varied way. You know, because the, the, the Beatles may not have approached music the same way 
um, Kirk Franklin, you know, did, or, or maybe they did. Who know? Who who knows? Yeah, you know. Or like, if I'm growing up listening to Jimi Hendrix, and then the next song is a Fifty Cent song, you know, those are two different genres, if you will. But ultimately, um, I think when you learn how to, when you learn how to experience music as just w- without kind of the preconceived notion, this is just music. This is just what it is. I think that's when I think that's when you start to like pull these different influences together and really see, really see art for what it is. Uh, completely agree. I, you I know, one of the if you were to ever like take somebody and just give them the ability to play multiple music instruments, yeah. Um, you know, you're like, all right, now write a song. Like you'd be, what comes out is whatever they've listened to. Like it's the influence. So if it's yeah. a whole lot of hip hop, if it's a whole lot of rock, if it's a whole lot of just kind of like acoustic coffee house type, that's probably what's going to come out. But if you've taken a bunch and yeah. I think in our messages, I kind of commented on this about your yeah. listening to two or three years. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I thought I had you pegged for like two songs and another one came on. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And that's how you can kind of tell where someone kind of comes from. Not necessarily what the influence was, but that there was a wide variety of it. Yeah. And yeah. so to make a long story short, um, now that I'm a jam pop, a pop musician, um, you know, I, I was producing and rapping for, you know, almost 10 years, you know, before my voice dropped, you know, I'm a young kid trying to, you know, do whatever. And, um, the reason, one of the things that I like the most about shifting to pop, I think, has is because with pop music, it's popular. It's popular music, right? And so I think with with this like popular music idea, we gotta like understand like there's really no genre to pop. Like it's just what's hot right now. Yeah. You know, pop pop music today didn't sound like pop music in 2015. No, it's and cyclical. pop music in yeah. 2007. And you know, like keep going. You know. The bubblegum pop era of Britney Spears and and the Backstreet Boys. That's you know honestly that actually might be the best and simultaneously worst example, but mm-hmm. that happens like every ten or twelve years. Yeah, like and I'll date myself because I am old mm-hmm. <laughs> or older at least, but I remember you know New Kids on the Block. Yes, died eventually because it it does because I don't it think happens. people are like hey it's fun and everything, but after a while we're like ugh. They have a very limited shelf life, and then you go back again. Then it happens again with you know Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Then it happens again. Then yeah. it happens again. You know the uh, what is the other one? Uh, the one with that Harry Styles is from oh, One, oh, Direction. one Direction. Yeah. yeah. So in regardless, I think they get more talented as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but like you know, New Kids on the Block wasn't writing their songs. In mm-hmm. and Backstreet Boys. Were were I think now when you're getting into more One Direction, I. I mean, regardless of what you think, Harry Styles seems to be a pretty talented dude yeah. and writes a lot of his own kind of stuff now. Right. And I think with social media, you can stretch those out a little bit more mm-hmm. and you can pick the one out. Like you can pick out the Justin Timberlake and he can have a long career. Or you can pick out the Harry Styles as a long career. But yeah. it is still cyclical. That might be the best example of it too is, is that type of bubblegum yeah. pop music. That's how, yeah, exactly. And I think um, with the cyclical nature of how that sound and the genre changes mm-hmm. – um, I think, I think it really shows us that pop music itself, because genres are fake. I, I think it's a like it's a social concept. We we have genres to put music in a box so we know the difference between, you know, uh, um, ACDC and Lil Wayne, right? Well, especially in terms of pop music, pop music t- is popular music. It's popular music. So if if 
a certain kind of music is popular, does it all of a sudden go from like grunge? Grunge is a great example. Grunge is a great grunge example. Grunge did wasn't invented in 1991. Right. It was already there. Then it became popular. Then it became popular. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think taking all that back, I think um, shifting to pop, the pop umbrella for yeah. me allows me to make music that are a lot of different sounds while not having, you know, my friends and family, the audience, uh, look at me like, well, this different, like, what are you doing? You know, like if I'm rapping and then I come out with a song like, um, uh, excuse me, like when I did uh, Where I Want to Be, you know, or Can I Talk to You, like kind of these, these, these poppy kind of electronic sounding, you know, R&B kind of flavored so- songs, but I'm rapping all the way. Somebody's going to hit me up and go, oh, that's different. I wasn't expecting that. Or like, does this really fit on this album? Or I had you pegged as a rapper. You know, like, are you sure you want to do this? And it could it it could be those exact songs. It might not even be bad or it might not even be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it just for a lot of us, I think it's easy for us to think of each artist in one way because there's so many artists. So like I, I need to be able to categorize you quickly. Well, yeah, well, especially nowadays, you know, yeah. I mean, it's the the. You know, with something like uh, SoundCloud, I've talked to a lot of people about that. And this is everybody. I've talked to authors recently. They're like, I can self-publish now. I don't need a publisher anymore. Right. Like the the ability. That's great for people to get their stuff out there, but it does also make super, super saturated. So what do you want to call it? Setting yourself apart or whatever. You you do have to kind of have that. Yeah. What was that? I I think I was listening to Joe Budden's podcast. They were talking about... uh, Mm -hmm. The baby, and one of the things that they were talking about, like he's just kind of the. It was their opinion, but they're like, it turns out that what he was doing without mixing up doesn't have a shelf life. Yeah. Now, whether you agree with that or not is is completely up to the individual. But it kind of goes into what we're talking about. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's wild. I mean, that is kind of the way it is. So when someone says, "I had you pegged as this," mm-hmm. I mean, then you can even make the argument, you know, is that good or bad? That like, did I lose you, or are you? Now interested in what else I'm doing because like people like I would love a diver I would love to listen to a ten song album and be like man all over the place something for everybody mm-hmm. but some people don't I don't know some people don't and I don't think there's a right or wrong nah. way to look at that personally um, you know I think when it comes to pegging an artist a certain way as as someone who makes songs that can sound different song to song um, I honestly don't mind either way when someone says you know like I, I had you pegged pegged as this but then then you threw me for a loop or vice versa. Well, actually, I really just kind of have you pegged as like this kind of pop hip hop fusion or fusion or this pop R&B fusion. And that's just what I see you as, um, because ultimately I'm going to do something different because those are just my influences. Yeah. Right. So like there, there's going to be different sounding things just because that's who I am. And I think that if I lose you, like I lose you, like I, I lost you, you know, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I think as a creator, it's important for us to make sure that we're making art that's true to us. Oh, yeah. You don't, I mean, you you don't want to get bored with yourself. You don't want to get bored. Yeah. And I think I think for a lot of, because of the commercial commercialization. I struggle ooh, with that word, yeah, too. That, yeah, that, that messed me up. That, <laughs> ooh, we. Uh, I think with the commercialization of the music industry as a whole, I think we've often seen with a lot of bigger artists they do lose the fire or they do lose the, the love for the game because they're having to overly com- commercialize their sound. Yeah. I mean, w- when you hit a certain success point, yes, you're like, well, this is what works. Do I really want to 
risk, you know, the arenas I'm playing in for something that I, I mean, and that's, and, and that's, yeah. that's a conversation that I think anyone would struggle with. I think so. You know, you're like, ah, I mean, I do want to try something else, but I mean, that's a lot of people out there. It's a lot of people. And it's not like I hate what I'm doing right now. Right. You know? But you know, I think at the, I think at the same time, I, I think at the same time, it's okay if you say, you end up saying to yourself, oh, well, you know what, like these, I like these arenas. You know, or uh, yeah. or if you go into a studio and say, because I'm not a music snob, I really don't, I really don't think that I, think that I am. I think for those people who walk into a studio and say, I'm gonna make a hit for TikTok today. No, you know, like I think it's important for us, as much as I say, make art that's true to you as a creator. I think it's also important for us to say that, like, music as a function is how do we enjoy it as a listener, you know, and so. If the listener gets some enjoyment off a two two minute TikTok song, and you went in the studio to make that song, like you made good art. Yeah, that's well, and I, I <laughs> absorb a lot of stuff that way now too. Yeah, like I don't like no one hands me like a CD or says, "Hey, this is who you should listen to now." Mm-hmm. Mine is clips. I think Shazam is the greatest app that's ever been invented. Oh, and I can just. All the time. Pull it up on... I'll be in a store. Yeah. I'll be watching a movie. I'll be watching a show. Like, tune find. I'll start... That's Just how swipe I, down and press the button. That's how I find new music now, is like that. Yeah. The coffee house, I'll be playing something. Oh, my God, what is that? That sounds really cool. And I go find it out, and then I figure it out. Baristas are my favorite influencers. They know music, man. Yeah. Those I, coffee shop playlists go crazy. I want... Man, I hear some awesome stuff in the morning. Mm-hmm. At like 7 in the morning, I'm getting coffee for me and my wife, and yeah. I'll be sitting in, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's fine. And I'm like, what is that? And I'll walk over near the speaker, and I'll Shazam it. I, w- I just did that the other day. I was... Um, uh, in the morning, I went to Rising Star. That's where I... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, um, I, oh, you got the good Rising yeah, Star, I got, though. Yeah, I got, the, I got the... Oh, man, honestly... It's a good one. I think that's the best coffee shop in the city. Just the, it's makeup, the set. Every I love that one. Yeah, no, that, it's, that it's, it's definitely amazing. great. It's definitely great. Um, I'm I'm in there and they were playing um, Mad Villain, right? Oh yeah, MF Doom. Um, yeah, MF Doom, and they're um, they're going, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm like not in my head, and it took me a second because like they weren't playing accordion, and that's the song that I know the most. But like it was one of the deeper cuts. But I, like as they're going, I'm realizing they're just playing a full album, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh yeah, like this is dope. I had to ask like, which one of you put this playlist together? Because <laughs> like I did not expect this right now, and I'm happy. And Mad Villain's a deep cut. Yeah. Like like Mad. I mean, you you talk Mad Villain's a musician's yeah preference, right? You know, like that that is a um. Um, yeah, I, I would be the same way. If I'm sitting in there, I'm like, oh my god, they're just playing the entire. They're just playing the whole album. Yeah, I'd be curious, like, which one of you geniuses said like, who chose this? Why don't we just play this all day at like you know eight a.m. on a Thursday? Yeah, like, who did this? <laughs> I do, man. I can, yeah, coffee shop playlist, man. I'll tell you what, that yeah. that that's I that's something that I've all I never worked in a car. I'd always wanted to envy. I worked in a bar. But it was like a jukebox. So I had no saying it. But I always wanted to be like, mm-hmm. what if we all just got together and and decided, okay, everyone, you can pick five songs, or we're just gonna do a shuffle and let it play, and then everyone gets their own little. That's what I assume they do. I don't know. I yeah. I hope that's what happens. I hope so too. I, I look, I'm like a big coffee aficionado. Like Same. that's, I drink coffee like every day. Like a, give me a latte. It's got to be crazy. It's got to, you know, that that's my whole vibe. And like a uh, secret, like I got like two secret dreams. 
to have a coffee drink named after me, which means like I just I need to start networking with some of these coffee shops <laughs> and uh, to open my own coffee shop. But then like it hit me. I don't want to like run a coffee shop. No, I just want to make the playlists. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm doing it for the playlists. You know what? I, I would even do this with you. Let's approach coffee shops and say, hey, can we make playlists? It'll be a little bit of like your stuff. Yeah. And then I, I know places that will let us do that too. Yeah. I, I love that idea. When Actually, I, that's a really good idea. I feel like from like a marketing perspective, it would even be great to, when, when, when approaching, them, approaching them, be able to say, um, hey, look, like it's a, it's a great marketing opportunity to have just like one day where it's just local artists. I'm literally te- I'm messaging you this right now just so I don't forget it. Yeah. I'm just going to say coffee shop playlist. I'm legitimately going to try to revisit this with some of the people and be like, what if we grabbed um local place, local musicians? Yeah. That would, you know, kind of, you know, promote your place whatever like that and then but yeah, just do that. Like, yeah, I'll throw some of my stuff in there, but then I want to throw some of my influences. And then we'll just do a Cleveland only, a yeah. Cleveland only hip hop day, yeah. a Cleveland only, you know, songwriter, whatever, something like that. Well, I know, think that'd be awesome. It's kind of like, um, I, I know one of the episodes of yours that I listened to was um, when you had Locally Grown on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Jordans. Yeah, the Jordans. <laughs> no, yeah, shout out to the Jordans. Um, I, I've been on their show before. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, They're great people. Oh, I've poached so many people from them. Yeah, no, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're great people. They're the best. And they got a great podcast. Um, and um, I, I remember how they were talking about how before they started Locally Grown, they were, you know, doing the, like, the BW radio mm-hmm. station or whatever. Yeah. And uh, just having, like, a Cleveland hour, you know, like a power hour kind of vibe. It's um, such a good idea. It's it's you can do the same thing with with coffee shops. You can do the same thing, and a lot of these coffee shops have live musicians. Yeah, you know, it might be like your singer songwriter, you sure. know, just yeah. being a guitar, which is perfectly fine. Yeah, um, and that might not be for everybody, but at the same time, like there's from a marketing perspective, I think that there's something that could be done to like be mutually beneficial. I'm gonna make, I'm I I just love this idea so much. I really do. Yeah. I don't even know if you can make any money off it, but I just I want I just want it to happen so bad. It's something that you could be that you could do for free. So even if you don't make money. Yeah, what do you say? Like what do you care? You're going to be playing music anyway. Exactly. A local musician if someone asks you, you're like, "Yeah, so and so and you can have them promote it and be like, "Hey, my playlist is going to be at, you know, Roasted down the street cuz I know her down the street. She's yeah. awesome." Oh yeah, and, no, uh, I love yeah, shout out to Roasted. Yeah, I, I love that place. Mm-hmm. Uh the one in Tremont's awesome and they just I, was really ex- I haven't been to the Lakewood one. I, well, I was so excited because I've only been to the Tremont one, yeah. and it's just far away for me. It's like, right. even though it's like 15 minutes, I'm like, it's just, I can't. There's, no, yeah, not for there's like seven places in Lakewood. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I don't have time to do like a 45-minute trip to get coffee. Oh, no, this is like the Mecca. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah. you have the best so, options right around Yeah, here. we like walk in places, but when she opened one in Lakewood, I was so excited, and it is walkable. Yeah. So we walk there a lot. I bet they would do, I, I think that's such an awesome idea. Yeah, no, yeah, Ro- Roasted is great. Just great people, too. Yeah, this place. Um, yeah, you you ain't kidding. Like this is a. Yeah. There's seven or eight just coffee really places like right here, like from like a mile from where we're sitting. Yeah. I went to Bruella this morning because I love that. Another place. great one. Yeah, it's a great one. Another great one. It's funnier coffee. I I in COVID. That's when I started drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. That was it. Now I have it every day. But I wasn't a coffee drinker. Really. And okay. now I'm just like all about it. I love cold brew. I love just. Yeah. I love different types oh, of places. Of I just do. I, I'm I'm such a big it. fan now. Plus, it was during COVID, so I had to replace something that because I was just drinking beer because I was unemployed. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I started drinking wine. That was my thing. It was like, well, like, I was unemployed, man. I was like, I was unemployed for like four months, and nobody was hiring. Me too. Oh no, me too. Yeah. So I was just like, ah, 
fuck, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'll get fucked up again. Day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we will do anything is day drink. Just sitting there waiting for it to be like 12.03, so I don't feel weird. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it was. No, yeah, I definitely I definitely had some, some 10 a.m. drinks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what, where do I got to be today? Yeah. We can't even go outside. I'm just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> or even like when things first started to open up, um, like when, when the pandemic hit, I used to live by a Heinen's. And so... Um, I would just like get up, go to the Heinen's, get like some quick food that I could throw in the oven and just like a bottle of like barefoot wine Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just be, just be like out of it by 3 PM. Yeah. Nap time. Sure. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, but yeah, but the whole thing, you're just like, where am I going? I have yeah, nowhere. seen everything on I Netflix. I can't even go anywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> that was like the perfect storm of some of those shows on Netflix. Like, I don't think anyone would have cared about Tiger King or Love is Blind had it not happened during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first like uh, the first song where you're just like, okay, I think this is kind of, I'm not saying that I want to be a musician, but mm. this were where you kind of realize like music's a little bit more to me than it is to other people. Yeah. So I was when I was, so I so I started rapping heavy like in middle school and high school. Well, I, I give you the the full picture. So I was in a rock band, classic rock like cover band um in middle school and like you know we were like the we were like the band you know yeah. like <laughs> yeah every like you know there's always like one yeah of you course know? <laughs> we were like the band we do like the talent show like when the school play comes over they need some background music they'll That's ask the us one. to play i was a not drum- a bad gig for a kid no not at all i was a drummer so like i just you know it's kind of easy um i learned that i actually am not the biggest fan of classic rock and like that's blasphemous for me to say um it's just not my cup of tea like i I love it. I respect it. I clearly know it. Yeah. Um, it's just not my cup of tea, I've learned. Where, where are you in terms of classic rock? In ter- the only reason I ask this is because mm-hmm. this happened to me like two weeks ago. Yes. I was at, I was, uh, I was at uh, my school. Uh, I've been doing jiu-jitsu for a long time. And oh, nice. And guy comes in, and uh, it's my buddy Corin. He's like, hey, man, do you guys mind if I put on some music? Like, Please, go ahead. What, your pick. I don't really care. He goes, I'll just put on classic rock. I'm like, cool. And he puts on and. Like Red Hot Chili Peppers comes on, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Fuck to you, that's classic rock shit." <laughs> and he leaves like, "Well, you don't like Chili Peppers?" I'm like, "No, I do." It's just that's not. I was expecting like you know Zeppelin or Hendrix or yeah. Joplin. Uh-huh. Yes, I wasn't expecting something that I grew up on, and then I realized <laughs> I'm old, and mm-hmm. this is classic <laughs> rock to you. <laughs> I, you know, I was I was joking with one of my friends, and I was like, I feel like whatever whatever the generation is after Gen Z, like the the kid kids now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like they're probably looking at like Nirvana, like classic rock. Yeah, Nirvana <laughs> yeah. might be the Beatles to them. Yeah, like, that's like, how far back it is. Yeah, like you know, um, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, we we were pl- we were playing like, um, and obviously like middle schoolers, we're gonna play the Beatles, yeah. right? There's gonna be like five Beatles songs in every set because sure. that's just <laughs> middle schoolers. Also, as a drummer, those are pretty easy. Yeah, like <laughs> like there's and I'm no not, disrespect to Ringo Starr, but let's be real. Well, and I'm not the yeah. best drummer, so like yeah. it worked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I could I could do you know at age like 12, 13, I could do it. Yeah. Um, you know we uh and so we would we would be going through um, you know like that just like that kind of stuff. And long story short, there was some beef. Um. In the group, it was it, not even beef. I don't want to talk about it too deep, just because like they're all we're all grown, like they're doing their own thing, um, and you know, not no need to go back on that. But basically, uh, what was happening was I started rapping at that time, um, and, and you know, because like, my my friends, just my other friends in life, 
you know, we're sitting at the lunch table, you know, freestyling, rapping. Like, that's kind of what's cool. That's what's fun. Um, and so I'm doing this and I'm realizing, yo, I like to write raps. I like to, you know, get into it. And so I started saying, like, you know, well, hey, can I, like, do, like, a little rap, you know, for, like, one of our songs? Or, like, when we're doing, like, a little interlude, which I should have known. We're a classic rock band. Like, that's not going over where I'm the drummer talking about not only can you give me a microphone and, you know, people feel some kind of way about that. Not only can you give me a microphone, but can I rap too a little bit? <laughs> like That wasn't going to go over where. It, also, well. it reminds me of a Dave Grohl joke too, where yeah. it's like, uh, hey, uh, what was the last thing that the drummer said before they kicked him out? Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys, I have this song yep. I'd really like to play. <laughs> yep. uh, and, and I mean, that, that, that might as well just be foreshadowing because what yeah. ended up happening was um, they voted me out of the group. Um, they just called me one day and they were like, Hey, look, you're out, bro. Um, it's not working, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, ah, that's a bummer. Yeah. When, uh, not again, I was, I said, I wasn't going to get too deep into it, but what I will say is what was crazy about it was we were supposed to do, um, one of our school's plays, um, like two months after this. Right. And so, um, like they kicked me out the group. I'm devastated. Cause these are also like my closest friends at the time. Right. Like when you're in a band with people like you spend, especially in like middle school and high school, you spend forever, forever with them. And so like my friend group is like shifting just out of nowhere. Um, but then uh, like, you know, two, two months pass. It's about to be time for this um, school musical. They're like, we haven't found a drummer. Right. They asked like a bunch of drummers in school. But at this point, I'm in high school. We're in like the beginning of high school. I'm in drumline. So. All of like the drummers around our age are like my closest friends. Yeah, right. And so they all knew what happened. They all said no. So now my ex band is without a drummer, and they came back to me and they were like, "Hey, uh, we really need a drummer." They found like some guy from another school, and he was terrible. Sorry to that guy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know his name either. So sounds terrible. Um, uh, but so they were like, "Yeah, like we we really need you." And I was like, no, <laughs> no, thank you. I'll pass. And um, they ended up they ended up having to do the the musical with this guy. And afterwards, everybody in the place coming up to me and they're like, who was that guy? He was terrible. That guy like, replaced you? Yeah, th- that's what they were saying. And and so, you know, I felt great. I'm, talk- I'm talking about I sat front row. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, um, but uh, um, that was the thing. That was the catalyst. That specific moment was the catalyst that had me go. Oh, well, you know, I had this like rap song that I put together um, that I wanted to do with them. They didn't want to do it. Like, I might as well put it out. And so that was the first song that I really, it was a, okay. It was, it was, yeah. I I thought you were going to be like, I performed at the show and I slayed and like they got like, no, oh, no, no, no. That'd have been awesome. (laughs) That would have been fantastic. I I wish I could say it was that cool. Um, But I I just, I put out the song um, and, you know, people, you know, people liked it because like it, it wasn't terrible, right? I think I can make music now. So, like, it, it wasn't yeah. terrible. Um, and uh, then it was just kind of like, oh, well, I'm not in this band anymore. I got all this extra free time. I might as well just, like, make more of these songs. Well, yeah, you knock something out that you like, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you, like, you feel good about it. People are kind of gassing you up. Now, yeah, I might as well do this. So I just I kept writing. I kept writing rap songs and just, like, rapping over other people's beats. And eventually, oh, yeah. and eventually I was like, um, well, I want to, like, do my own beats because, like, at this point, yeah, I'm dating myself at this point, but, like, at this point, people are people I know, regular people, are starting to get their stuff on, like, iTunes and, <laughs> you know, and, like, Spotify is, like, about to hit. And so, um, uh, you know, I wanted to be one of those people. 
But for copyright reasons, I'm like, I can't just rap over, you know, a Nicki Minaj song and put that on Spotify. Like, that's that's not going to fly. Yeah. Also, I'm in high school at this point. I can't afford to do that. I can't afford to go out and buy beats. Um, I didn't really know a ton of producers, you know. And so um, I hopped on YouTube and I started learning how to produce my own music. And then, um, excuse me, for like the next um, almost 10 years, um, I produced every song that I put out. Um, and so that really, I think that really grew me as an artist, as a musician, because, you know, I'm a band kid, choir kid, all the good kind of stuff. I was already singing. I was already playing different instruments. I think that really grew me um, as a musician. Oh, it, it, of course it has to. Yeah. Because you you almost have to, t- like, because I'm, and I'm just, I'm speculating, but like, you know, mm-hmm. you have a song in your head, but you have to be like, okay, how do I, you have to teach yourself how to make that sound in your head actually get turned into an actual song that other people can hear. Right. You know what I mean? Like that that's a so you have to it's 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 grinding and learning as you go and I, it's all yours. That's kind of the coolest part about no, that, it. No, it was it was it was so great and I think I think I t- at least me today, I see that now in jam pop in the music that I'm putting out yeah. now. Um because that's it's almost like 10 years of artist development. You know, like I learned because I'm making beats and and not just beats, because that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. I believe in making full songs more than just beats, uh, air quotes. But um, you know, it's like 10 years of artist development in that now I'm making songs from scratch. So it's 100% what I feel, 100% what I think, 100% the kind of sounds that I want to hear. So that's coming directly from my influences and kind of, oh, I like, I like this or I think good music sounds like this and I want to make good music. And so, um, you know, at this at this point now today where I'm making pop music, I already have this defined idea of who I am as an artist and who I am as a person. You know, like there's not necessarily even if the songs might sound different song to song. That's really just because I feel like I can do a lot of different things and still be me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but there's not there's not I'm not getting lost in the plot trying to be something that I'm not or trying to be something that sounds good. Yeah. It's more so like, oh, I can do this, too. Oh well, you oh, know I yeah. can do this too. Yeah. Well, sp- <laughs> you know? again, when you start like when you start like uh, uh, creating beats, when you learn how to make beats, and you feel confident in that. Yeah. I mean, those beats, people hear beats and people think hip hop beats. They think R and B beats. Yeah. They don't know how like wide of a range that actually can be. Right. It, it, it can be a much more mellow tempo indie pop anything once you learn how to actually create the tempo of a song and then fill in as you go. Yeah, and you know, and I was doing, I was, I was doing a lot of those different kinds of things. You know, experimental kind of things. Um, you know, I have, I listen to a lot of music in like phases. You know, so like at the start of high school, I went through a metal phase because like that's what we were doing. Um, I still do. I still yeah, go through I, phases. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's just kind of, you know, I went through like a house music phase that never left. But, you know, like that was kind of a, so like as I'm going through these phases and also creating my own music, I'm trying to learn how to produce different genres. And one of the things I always, when I, whenever I'm talking to other artists, especially those who are younger than me, I always like to say, like, if you feel like you're in a rut or like you want to grow as an artist or a songwriter, try and make music in a different genre. That'll completely change your perspective. Yeah. I mean, it really will. It's like uh, a shot in the arm, you know? Yeah. It re- no, it really, it really is. And, and I think um, that's another one of the things I love about going pop, right, is that not only did it open the door for the different kinds of sounds I could make and still be considered pop, um, but also it kind of challenged me to make sure that I'm writing songs in a different way and still being, still being true to what I believe 
like a full sound should be a full song should be right because i think it's i mean you got to think you got to think when i when i first was like i need to make more pop songs right in my head it's real easy to to write a 16 bar rap verse and you know i think it could be good and you know like i you know i'm not saying i'm the best rapper in the city because i would never say that but like i i can get up on a mic and rap and not be embarrassed Right, and so well, it's also yeah. I mean, but it's kind of like you said. I, I don't think you have to, I don't think that that that's boastful at all. No, not you at all. Like how many years under your belt? Exactly. Now? Like it's I do not, this. You know, it's a comfort. It's 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 not. It's can I do it? It's what would I do if I did it? Exactly. Yeah. And so, and so for me, you know, doing pop songs, you know, in my head, like a hundred percent pop now, um, and yeah, a hundred percent pop now. Um, I'm thinking to myself. Okay, well, I know how to fit, you know, 50, 100 words into this section of music. But now I got to do the same thing with like 20 words. Yeah, it's, yeah. And, and do you still give, do you still put together a good sound? Do you still, do you still communicate your idea? Do you still put together a full sounding sound? And what I mean is that, you know, if I'm rapping to you, that might be one voice. And then maybe like one or two voices of ad libs. So you're hearing three voices at one time over a rap verse. But now that I'm singing, I might have to do the main vocal and then eight different takes of background vocals for it to sound full and for it to sound good yeah. and like what I want it to sound like. Because we're just talking about a different way of creating at this point. And in a lot of ways, a different way of thinking about music. Um, but I think that's made me a better artist. I... I, I I don't see any way. If you do anything for a long period of time, I, you're, you're yeah. going to get better at it. But especially if you're kind of deviating and still taking yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And when you're everything from scratch, like it's not like being in a band. Yeah. It's where not. you have maybe, depending on how many people in the band, you are four or five different sources for a, right. the foundation of a song at any given time. But when you're doing everything from the beginning, you are the sole mm -hmm. foundation of anything. Right. Sound, lyrics, melodies, tempos, whatever, effects, everything. It's all coming from you. Yes. So that's, I mean, that's, that that's daunting to really think about. It is, you and, know. You know, I think it it puts it puts you out there. But I think, at least for me, and, and I, I think it would for most people, um, it made me very confident in who I am, mm, both yeah. as an artist but as like a performer. Yeah, you know, like you're standing. You know, again, I'm going. You got to think. I'm going from being a drummer, where I'm sitting behind, you know, three or four other people, you know, and a full set that's about the size of my body, you know, like you can kind of hide yeah. if you oh, want yeah. to. I mean, now most drummers were all, you know, very... Dying to be up front. Yeah. <laughs> we all want to be up front. <laughs> you know. We're all Dave Grohl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 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 you get what I'm, you get what I'm saying, like to, to go from, you know, and, and also in a lot of ways relying on other people, you know, when making a, so making a song. Yeah, um, Or putting hard. together a set list, like you're going from being a part of the machine to being the machine yeah, and the most visible part of the machine. You know, you're the face of the machine too, you know? So when a song doesn't sound good, Hey bro, it's on you. Yeah. And is it because I'm bad, a bad musician or a bad songwriter or, um, my concept is bad, but now I feel some kind of way because my concept is the closest part to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, like there, there's a lot of ways that we can scare ourselves out of the process um, but I think um, if we can fight through that, that discomfort and really grow 
um, ourselves and make ourselves uncomfortable, that's how that's how you really get to a place of like, I really do this. Mm, oh you yeah. know so like i can come here and say oh it's jam pop all caps no spaces and say it with my full chest you know and 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 really feel like you know i stood behind that as opposed to oh yeah well you know i'm happy to be on the gillis podcast and <laughs> <laughs> you know i guess i make music sometimes and you know i'm not even going to tell you that i was at the rock and roll hall of fame and i'm not even going to tell you that i did you know these these appearances or did work with these artists or you know what i'm saying like like, no, I, I can stand on that because while I'm still a regular person who hasn't done a lot, <laughs> ultimately, like, More I than don't, most. well, I don't forget what I have done. Yeah. You know, and More I, than most. And it, it's, I think it's all about knowing, like, you know, it's kind of like, I think of it like being inside, thinking inside out, you know, like as much as it's important for me to know that I got a long way to go to whatever goal I do have, ultimately, I'll never make that progress if I forget what I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. You know, and I, again, with the foundation that you've kind of built in creating a song from beginning to end all by yourself. Yeah, it also gives you the confidence if someone says this, or if you have to play a different type of show, or yeah. a different type of crowd, or with a different group of people. Yeah, you know, or a different like if you're doing like a like I know you did the locally grown show a little yes. bit ago. That one that wasn't like where it was like a you know, a, a genre type of show for the whole thing. It was a mix of everything. Yeah. But like, what if you're doing like a more hip hop heavy show? You could possibly do that if you wanted to. If you want to do yeah. more of a pop song. You, you have the confidence to kind of deviate to whatever maybe you want to do or maybe even what the the, the, the show or the crowd dictates. And, and I think that confidence is so important. Yeah. Because for me, and I think this, I think this is probably the case for anybody, there's going to be so many, and there were so many people who said either like this doesn't sound right or like people don't do this or that's a hip-hop thing you can't do that or like this is like a singer-songwriter thing you're supposed to be this rapper like don't do that you know like there are so many so many people to question the process that if you're not confident in who you are and standing up for what you believe in it's easy to take everybody's suggestion and then you lose the plot, right? You lose who you are. Yeah. Um, and so I like that confidence to just be able to stick up for your own artistic integrity. I think it's so huge. Oh, I agree. Especially, especially as you're kind of, however, what you want to call this yeah, stage you of call your it. career, yes. developing or stuff. Yeah. I, I say really, developing. if you're an artist, are you ever really not developing? You should, you, know? you should always be developing. Any creative space, you should <laughs> yes. always kind of be developing and not necessarily changing, but, you Growing. know, kind of fine-tuning. Fine-tuning, you know? reinventing sometimes. Go back and listen to the first one of these I ever did. It is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't ever start with that, you can't get to where you no, are. No, of course you know? not. Like, you, you have to. I used to listen to the ones that I did a lot. Yes, I used to listen to because I'm like, oh God, I got to stop doing that or that. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to them ever anymore. Mm -hmm. Usually because not just because I feel good about it, but I'm just like, I'm just fine with it. I, I'm good. I'm I had a good conversation, and I've been really lucky where every, for the most part, okay. <laughs> everyone that's come on here, it's just been cool. You know, it's just been fun just to mm -hmm. talk. Like again, yo. 35 minutes talking about the <laughs> animals. animals that scare us, you know, and, yeah. and to find out 
having never met you before, that you're just as into talking about that as I am. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And that's what comes <laughs> out. And that's in that. And I think that that, you know, and then we start talking about what you do. People were just like, they don't now just know the music, but now they kind of know a little bit about yeah. the, the the things that you can just kind of pivot and just start jo- joking around about. That That's great. Yeah. Talking to performers is usually like that. They can usually just be like, hey, man, I'm pretty comfortable anywhere. Let's talk about whatever. Yeah. If we don't talk about music and you just want to talk about, you know, wings mm-hmm. or you want to talk about, you <laughs> or know, hippos boats or why boats are scary, <laughs> boy, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, hey, as long as we talk about hippos, I'm good. Hey, we will that's, always that's talk showed, about hippos. That's what I showed up with. I had like a list and it was just like, okay, make sure you say about the hippos and the the rhinos. That was it. <laughs> did you really? No. <laughs> That'd be awesome if you did. <laughs> yes, no. Because I didn't know we were going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's actually, yeah, that, that's going to be on my uh, writer moving forward. Uh, whenever I do appearances, I'm going to be like, look, I need I need five bottles of water, um, some Hennessy. <laughs> and, uh, Hungry Hungry Hippos, the game. Yeah, Hungry Hungry Hippos, the game. Request, but, but not, but be specific. But the game can't be functioning because hippos scare me. Of course. But I do need to know where they are. They frighten me, <laughs> but I, I need to know that it's on the premises. Yeah, I need to know where this hippo is. Also, if you give me a 60-minute set list, I need at least five to ten minutes just to talk about hippos yes. on stage. More of a PSA. so Guys, I'm afraid people don't know how dangerous they are. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, we're in Ohio. Like, that's when they attack. That's when they attack. When you least expect it in Ohio. Do you have a projector and a screen? Because I definitely have a PowerPoint pre-prepared. <laughs> and I, and like I feel, and this is tells about me. If someone's breaking that down for me before the show, everyone would be like, I came here to see music. I'm like, I am so ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh-huh. only am I going to hear some music, I'm going to he- watch basically a mini hippo documentary. Mm-hmm. Buckle up. Drinks are on me. Let's do this. <laughs> no, I, look, I, I definitely love the ridiculous. I will say, I saw, I saw a show at the Agora and I don't know that name of this performer, so I just I just won't say the show that I saw. Um, but the opener came out, and the opener, as just in general, I like I try not to say that anybody was bad when it comes to making art because art is subjective, and like what's good to me, like it might just be good for me. But you know what I mean? Like it's I'm I'm really not going to put that I on somebody else. I think when you start else. doing kind of what I, I think you get less critical of other people because you're like I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. Maybe like you I've, just didn't hit. Maybe you're. I, I remember those kind of early fumbling stages yes. of still trying to find your sound. And at the end of the day, they're doing more than most people are. Exactly. And like it really takes a lot to be up Hell on yeah, stage in front of people. Um, so I'll never say I'll never say this person was bad. Um, this person said did not hit. To your point, yeah. <laughs> and it was ridiculous enough that I have various videos on my phone, um, and I actually ran into a friend, an old friend that I hadn't seen in years, who happened to be at that show, and they said, "Do you remember that person that yeah. opened up?" <laughs> like it was that ridiculous. Oh god! <laughs> and uh, uh, but ultimately, I had a blast. You know, oh, yeah. Like I got, like I, I got, I had a drink in my hand. Um, we're watching it. You know, we got our phones out. We're watching this. And hey, it, I get it, man. It was a good I, time. I it was a good time. But I think also, as you get a little bit more mature, you'd be surprised. But you're just like, look, man, I'm out and I'm here. This this night's not going to be a bust. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the most of it. Like when you're younger, I think sometimes you're just like, this is dumb. Let's leave. Now yeah. I'm like, I already, I already paid like five bucks to get in here. I'm making something I'm here. out of this. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, if I if I got out the house, I'm staying out the house until I'm back Dude. home. Same, because if I if I if I sit on this couch, <laughs> yeah. you know, if I if I take you know my clothes off, put on some like basketball yeah. shorts or something, you're done. not gonna hear from me. We're I'm done. That's it. 
I'm here. I need set plans by a certain time that we are going to actually do something. Mm-hmm. But like, there, there's a point of no return for me. Yes. Like if it's Friday and it's six thirty, and I still don't know what I'm doing, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Sorry. Like, done. Cool. All right. Yeah. We should have decided at this point. The baby's too tired. We don't know where we're gonna go. I've already ordered burritos. Mm-hmm. That's easy. It. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine having a child right now and just having people like, yeah, last there, minute plans. Oh every, no. Oh, dude. Somebody like my baby's only six months old. Just hit six months. No. Somebody like two months ago. Um, was just like, oh man, it was just that bar down the street. I should hit you up for a beer. I'm like, that wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, sorry. Like, <laughs> spontaneous Joe is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just said, I'm not sad about that, but there's never a time where you're going to be like, hey man, want to meet up real quick for a beer? My answer is always no, because I have no idea what's happening at that time. Yeah. I have, like, we, and we're good about it. We're cool with it. Like, we went out Friday. I went to see Depeche Mode on Friday. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. But we've been planning it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we're like dinner and we're really regimented about stuff because we got to do this and then got to get home and all that. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, spontaneous Joe died. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, uh, one, one of my best friends' name is Joe. Uh, he just had another baby uh, two months old. Oh, okay. Right. And so like maybe like six months ago, I saw him. We, we went out to a show. We were, it was actually that same show that I was talking about earlier. Um, you know, we're chopping it up and he's talking about... Um, oh, maybe we can do this, maybe we can do this, maybe we can do this. And I was like, dog, isn't your baby due in like, you know, a couple months? And he was like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're not going to see me. Yeah. It was <laughs> you know? really nice seeing you. <laughs> yeah, like, it was nice seeing you. We'll have to plan something eight months in advance. <laughs> oh, you do, man. You know? So. You do. It's not a, you know, it's not like, an, I I've still don't and will never view it as a negative. It's awesome. I love hanging out with him. But yeah, you, you do have to, yeah, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I know have kids. Yeah. So us getting together, I mean, it's like planning like an invasion. Yeah. No, it really <laughs> you know? is. And like, like, like when we say we'll be there at noon, I mean, we're trying to be there at noon. Yes. We might get there at 11 or 3. Yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to, you just got to leave space for that. Oh, Honestly, yeah. like it's, you yeah. got to. Every time that I hang out with somebody, it's like a cable appointment. Like, yeah. how about between 12 and 4? You know, mm-hmm. or maybe we just won't show up. <laughs> yep. We'll reschedule. Yeah. What are your uh, like? What's the last thing you listened to? Like today, like in the car. Like what? What's what's the last thing you were listening to before you walked in here? Uh, I actually was listening to your podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. No, uh, I, I had one of the best. A, uh, one of the best. I had the uh, women speak episode on. So not the oh, most recent Lauren. one, but one before. Lauren yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that was a wild one. Yeah. So yeah. I was I, I was I was listening to that, but the last the last music that I listened to. Um, well, actually, I have a show coming up on Friday um, with Marcus Smith and the Rapscallions. Okay. Um, also, um, Mookie and uh, Dave's up. Okay. Um, I hope- oh, so I'm hearing more and more about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're they're also on, they're also on the set. Um, I'll be performing with Marcus's band, and um, so I we have practice for that. I'm going through the set list for that. Um, but Marcus is just an incredible musician here in Cleveland. Um, I, I see someone I met at the Rock Hall. Okay. Because um, I don't think I mentioned, but I was an um, artist in residence, in residence at, the the Rock Rock, yeah. at the Rock Hall. Um, not this past summer, but the summer before. And so I met Marcus there. He's like a multi-genre instrumentalist, rapper, singer. Like, he does it all. Um, and uh, I, his music, he came out with an album um, earlier this year and just fantastic artist. I've just, I was just listening for fun, um, just going through his discography. Um, just really well made. Yeah. That's a... I don't know, man. You're doing something cool in in, a, in multiple ways, but I mean, everyone. What you talk to ninety percent of the population, they want to do something creative. They yeah. do. Um, 
about 90% of that 90% though, I mean, it's just, it's because the stuff like that looks so cool, Mm -hmm. but no one sees the three years it took to get there or the four years or the five years or the 10 years. You don't see how long, how long it took to, to get to that three minute song that you really, really like. Yeah. Like the, the hours, hours in the studio, the overtime that you work to pay for it. All the time, man. I, I see that a lot. I see with, uh. You know, I, 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 podcasting is a really good example of that. You know, it, mm-hmm. you want to talk about oversaturation. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. There's, there's probably 10 podcasts. on the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, which is fine. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's the reason is because this is an easy thing to do. And it's mm-hmm. fun. But it is fun. Yeah. But 10, 15 episodes in, everyone's like, I don't understand why I don't have like 100,000 listens every month. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, that's because you're dumb for one. Yeah. <laughs> First off. <laughs> and a lot of people stop. You know, they, yeah. they do. I know a lot of people that have 10 episodes of a podcast. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Nowhere near as tough as what you do. Because again, that is, I talked to some people, they're like, took me like six months to write a three minute song. Not because I didn't already have the song, but because it wasn't right yet. It just, it took, there's so it, much yeah. editing that goes into one song. There's so much. And I will say to the credit of all podcasters out there, um, I think consistency, period, is hard for anybody. Very. You know, it's really, really so, you hard know, getting past that 10th episode, getting past that three minute song and doing it again, you know? Well, I mean, especially if you're not like a, like a name person, like you, yeah. you can't put out an episode every month. <laughs> you just yeah. can't. You have to have a, like I'm every Sunday. I'm not saying the way I do it's right, but every single Sunday I have four already recorded in the bank in case something comes up. Yeah. Because truth of the matter is most people I talk to. They're some type of artist or creative, and they're super flaky. Yeah. So they may not <laughs> yeah, show up. <laughs> or they'll cancel. Most I've uh, only had one person completely ghost me, never show up, and never reach out, and never heard from them ever again. Stuff. But a lot of times, like comics, you know, they're like, hey, because comics for them, they're like, hey, man, I just got to show, like, like it's here. I got to go. I, I'm you like, gotta, go. You got to yeah, go. You got to do that. that. But th- that th- them, it's like 30-minute notice, and they'll do the show. Yeah, It's not as bad for anyone else. But other people, they're like, look, I have this. I have my... Do that. This is a luxury yes. for you to come on, and we can always reschedule. But you know, that just kind of is what it is. Mm-hmm. So you got the next. Obviously, I know you got practice, so I'll try to get you out of here in a sec. But mm-hmm. I do want to talk about also just like like just. I know we talked about influences, but who who do you were the best? Who are, who are your best? Like the absolute. I'm not saying you got to rank them in any order, but mm-hmm. give me five or six where you're just like, if you don't listen to this person or this group or whatever, you should local or not. Oh, I mean, because first off, I'm a talker. If you haven't been able to tell, so like I could give you like 15. Give me um, 10. I don't care. Give me as many as you want. I uh, love this. I, I love here. I love because you might tell me one that I've never heard of and I want to check out. So I mean, I, I think the easy answer for me to give is kind of like the 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 big classics that people talk about, like Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Stevie Wonder. People don't talk about Stevie Wonder having not like nearly enough. One of the best four album runs in like popular music history. Period. Like 70s and 80s, Stevie was running it critically acclaimed he's also one of those guys that uh you know a stevie wonder song whether you they're like queen oh yeah like you're like no you know queen like, you, you know, just you, don't know that's queen you exactly. don't know that's stevie wonder it's Steve, but you know the song but you know exactly yeah um so like it's easy for me to say you know or like queen like we talk about like um you know best vocalists of all time you know like you got to say Freddie Mercury. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's in that talk for sure. Yeah. You know, you, or you got to say people like Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, you know. Um, I think like when it comes to like voices, um, the Clark sisters, you know, again, that's kind of like that classic gospel. Um, 
but I mean, some of the best voices you ever heard. And a lot of the, I think a lot of the people that we're talking about right now are some of the people that like our faves right now talked about, you oh, know, yeah, like yeah. Beyonce talks about, I listen to the Clark sisters, you know? So um, like, I think those are some of the goats, but I will say for like right now, I'll say for me and for right now. So, um, you know, for me, jam pop is an artist, um, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, uh, like bubblegum pop, like that boy band era. That's my jam. That's, that's me all day. Um, I know ju- I could sing you any NSYNC song just about, um, really? for memory, like right now, you know, like it's just kind of, <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of my jam. Um, uh, you know, obviously like Beyonce, you know, absolute fave. Um, but right now, some of the artists that I'm listening to that inspire me, who I think like people need to know about, um, I actually heard this. I, so I also listened to your Shayla Hope episode. I love Shayla. Yeah. You know, phenomenal. Um, and she actually mentioned this artist and I was like, yes. So if you haven't listened to Peter Collins, um, she like mentioned him really quickly at the end. I remember her mentioning him, but I don't think I, I gotta check that out. Yeah. Just, just look, look him up on YouTube on, you know, Instagram or something. His voice is out of this world. Disgusting. And, and you probably haven't heard too many voices like his. Um, so I just, for anybody listening, I cannot stress that enough. Peter Collins is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, Don Richard is a big, so it's spelled like Don Richard, but it's, okay. it's pronounced Richard. Um, she was in uh, the girl group Danity Kane, if you remember back in the day. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Um, so she went on, she, you know, she did a thing with like. Oh, I know who she is. Too. Yeah. She did a thing like Diddy Dirty Money after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's since become a very prominent um, independent artist. Okay. Um, and like really big in like the tech space as well. Um and um, what she's done with her solo career and what she does with her music. I mean, you know, for any of those people that's like, I'm a musician's musician. Like, I, I like to see how people approach making music. Like, she is out of this world. I can't say enough good things about her. Um, and so, yeah, definitely check her out. Um, T-Pain. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> T, I mean, T, T-Pain makes great music. But I also, it's also, I think it's also important for us to think about or pay attention to what he's doing now as an independent artist. Because he's one of those people who's also making music from the start to finish. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So, like, if, you know, you can, like, hop on Twitch and, like, watch him. He's making the beat. He's making, he's recording all the vocals. He's he's writing it with input from people in the chat. And I, then. It's so funny you bring that up because I, I know in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I saw, like, a quick, like, reel yeah. where somebody was watching T-Pain, probably maybe on Twitch. Yeah. Maybe. And they were just like, I didn't know he did everything. Yeah. That, that was the comment. Like, did you know he did all this shit? Yeah, he's doing it all. That's wild. Um, and so he's one of those people. I think I tend to gravitate towards people who are also songwriters for others. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. You know. You know, when, when I discovered how many songs, like, Babyface had wrote yeah. for... The entire world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, really? He did that too? Yeah. He did that too? And then they're like, and then this, and then like I Googled, I'm like, how did I not know? I mean, this guy touched so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and so, uh, um, if, if, if you haven't been able to guess at this point, I'm definitely one of those people that has like a lot of like long story soapbox, soapbox opinions on random pop culture things. Um, and one of those things is I always go off about Will I Am. Right. Yeah. Every Black Eyed Peas. Everybody likes to hate on Will I Am and the Black Eyed Peas. They do. What is he doing? Like you know X Y and Z. And he's one of those people that like hop on his Wikipedia page and see how many songs he's written and produced for other people across genres. 
you'd be like, I had no idea. Yeah, it's that I'm gonna do that because I've never done that, but I do yeah. want to now. But like then I hear like you mentioned Lenny Kravitz earlier. Yeah, a lot of I don't know if everyone knows this, but I'm almost certain Lenny Kravitz wrote Madonna's song "Justifying My Love." Wow, I didn't know. That. Which I'm almost certain that it, that it is, and I think yeah. he wrote it, and he was like. This isn't for me, but this works for you. Yeah. And that was a big, big hit. That was like in Madonna's heyday where she was just like, I mean, she could eat a potato chip on a microphone and, and, it would, would be, and it'd be number one. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost positive. All right. Don't quote me on that. I'm almost certain that he wrote that, though. Mm-hmm. I will check out the Will I Am, though, because that is interesting. Like, yeah. That, that, that's, I love stuff like that, like oh. finding out like what some of these people have done. And you know them. Like I knew Babyface's music. Right. But I didn't know his right. You know, his yeah, writing, his writing is also stuff. like in the 90s. So, of course, yeah. Like, there's no boys to men without him. Right. Now, you think about the monster, and I'm really dating myself now, but the monster that boys to men was. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they owned like about seven years of the pop charts. Oh, there would be no Backstreet Easily. Boys or NSYNC without them. Gone. Yeah. Like, they, are, they were the blueprint. Incredible. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think, uh, um, uh, like, if you're familiar with uh, the R&B singer Money Long, she had the your the hours and hours song. Oh, Yours, okay, mine, okay. Hours, yeah, and everybody was like, you know, it's like also a big deal because I think she's like in like her late thirties or something like that. So people, you know, people like to talk about how music is a young people's game, and you know, so it was a big so deal. So not, but I do know I what you mean. I, I do know what you mean. And so it was a big deal that you know she was winning awards at her advanced age, air quotes, thirties. <laughs> um, <30s>. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, um, what that just happened? Well, I, I don't know the guy barely at all, but that guy Jelly Roll just won yeah, a. Yeah, he's what thirty nine. In his, in his speech, he's like, "It's weird being thirty nine and being best new artist." Yeah, <laughs> it's like I've been doing this for twenty years. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, but on the flip side, with with Money Long, um, you know, people were just realizing that, like, oh, Money Long's just like her second name. You know, like she oh. she was a signed pop act. You know, in the 2000s. And she's written hella songs. She's another one that, like, you look at her Wikipedia article and it's like, oh, wow. You know, and, like, big yeah. name, like, Rihanna songs. You know what I mean? Like That's when, like, you know, they, like, post something on Instagram and someone's like, what have you been doing? And they're, like, pretty much writing everything that you listen to. Yeah, I feel like it was, like, don't know it. like when Beck won uh, um, the oh. Grammy. I think it was the Grammy in, like, 2013. Yeah. Everybody's like, who's Beck? And it's like, okay. Well, he's another one, though. And, and, and this is no disrespect to, like, Beyonce, but yeah. they were, I think he was up against Beyonce or Kanye, one of those two. Yeah, it was one of those and, two. And uh, um, somebody jokingly was just like, here's why he won. And mm-hmm. he's exactly kind of like you, like what we've been talking about. Someone's like, here are all the people that participated in Beyonce's album. There's, like, 40 names. Here's everyone that did Beck's, and it just said Beck. Yeah. <laughs> like, he does everything. He's one of those ones. And, he's and, one of those guys, yeah. Um, I, I definitely I definitely respect that. Um do I think Beyonce should have won personally? Yes, but I love Beyonce for that. It's almost unfair. That's just me. She's more of like, honestly, at this point, Apples she's and more like an entity. Than yeah. She is. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> almost like when there's like, oh, you're in this year. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's just too big. It's I feel just, like, we're like, same with like Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know, like Taylor Swift dropped this year. Um, Oh, Christ. Push the album back That's a year. That's another one, man. <laughs> yeah. She's, you know, like, she's one that we were talking about where I, because her fans are so out of their freaking minds. Like, mm-hmm. she is one that could experiment and they would just buy it anyway. I don't think they give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like a Beyonce one, because Beyonce is, is like our modern day Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, she just is, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, 
I mean, that's another one. Just hit yeah. after hit after hit after hit. Yeah, she's more of like a, she's almost like a country. It's weird. It's, yeah. I don't know how no. to explain yeah, it. No, she's, but she's not like everyone she's else out there. Yeah, <laughs> like she's, she's, yeah. she's, she's Beyonce. Beyonce. She just is. Yeah, she's what Cher wanted to be <laughs> <laughs> with that one name shit. Yeah. <laughs> we hear Beyonce and I was like, oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, and then, uh, but just another one that I thought of when you were talking earlier was um, Pharrell. Oh, another um, one. Yeah. You know, again, like he's got this big solo career now. I don't think we talk enough about his songwriting and production work that he's done. Yeah. All these people. Um, like I said earlier, I'm a big NSYNC fan, so I'm also a big Justin Timberlake fan. Um, and uh, Justin's first solo album, Justified. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was like my Bible growing up. Like I, I know it top down. Like I listen to it every day. I was, I, you can't deny that dude either, man. You, you just yeah. can't. I'm and, sorry. And, and I, I got Cry Me a River on my phone. I love that song. Exactly. That song is real good. Uh, and, and then, But then it's like uh, once, I'm, once I got older and I learned a lot of things, like I didn't know at least half the songs of that album were written for Michael Jackson. He turned them down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, like Rock Your Body and all that. Like Pharrell made those Rock for Michael song. Jackson. That's a banger. Too. Michael was like, actually, I'm going for a different sound. Yeah. Um, and like you listen to it back and it's like, I can't not hear Michael. Um, or, you know, um, on Cry Me a River, are you familiar with the gospel group, uh, Ty Tribbett and GA? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're like pretty big and like, like uh, pretty big. They're really big in the gospel field, like black traditional gospel. Um, and they're like, you know, like top tier now. Um, they're the choir in Cry Me a River. And it's like, I would have never have known that. Or just like small things like the the basis in that group is like Thaddeus Tribbett or something like that. He's the brother of the main guy. Okay. And and um he's like everybody's bassist. Like you like his Wikipedia page is disgusting. He's just everybody's bassist across genres. Like one of the most in demand uh um bassists that I would know. Right. And it's just like so I love hearing some of that like who would have known? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like who would have known that like this this person made this or this person did this or this person writes for all these people. Yeah. You know, like that. I love that kind of stuff. I did too. I, I love, I love that across any type of, when you hear like, like in like movies, you hear about somebody who turned down a movie. You're like, Oh, what? Yeah. That would have like, been weird. Will Smith in the Matrix, I think, right? He did Wild Wild West. Well, I think Will Smith did turn down the Matrix. Like, yeah. Sean Wild Connery Wild... turned down the Matrix. Wow. Like, and Sean Connery has like a list of yours like, Jesus Christ, who the hell was helping you with yeah. this? <laughs> who was your He person? turned down Lord of the Rings. Wow. He turned a lot of these down. Yeah. And everyone's just like, who the fuck is managing your... <laughs> Who is advising you? <laughs> and like you talk to him, he's just like, I don't, I didn't understand any of them. <laughs> I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I get it now. But yeah, like he turned down a by what was one like? Uh, I don't even know if you know who Tom Selleck is. Yeah. He was the original for Indiana Jones. I did not know that. I'm almost yeah. They, they, Tom Selleck uh, with the mustache, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think Scott Baio was in talks to be Tom Cruise in Top Gun. Wow. And this is you know. When Tom Cruise did Top Gun, he was only like six movies in. He wasn't Tom Cruise. Yeah, right. You know, that's what made him Tom Cruise. Like shit like that. Like the, those little rabbit holes of did you know. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I do too. Yeah. I love that you brought up Pharrell because Pharrell's someone that I listen to when when he he's a guy that when he speaks, I listen. Yeah. Like especially in terms of like music and things like that. He mm -hmm. gave me so much validation when he ranted and raved about Tribe Called Quest, mm -hmm. because that's one that that's been mine since, yeah, shout out Tribe. since the nineties. Like I'm, I'm like, I don't think anyone does it better or has done it better. Yeah. There's a very small list for me in terms of hip hop. I don't claim to be like a hip hop, mm -hmm. uh, 
you know aficionado, but no, that yeah. one they just always hit with me. Q tip is, is Q tip as a songwriter and as a producer is probably like when I talk about like my influences yeah. or like you know my my older brother's a big hip hop head and he he's older he's significantly older than me, um, and like when I was still rapping heavy, he was like, oh yeah, like Q tip, yeah, like, yeah, like you're a tribe fan, yeah, and I'm like. Yeah, how did you know? He was like, "Oh, I can tell." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but he he's a, he's another one of those ones that is just like, yeah. I, and is there any I undeniable? Mean, I mean, when you th- he's also he's the most distinctive voice that that you can think yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, very very. You know, not just in a style, but it's like you're like, oh, it's Q-tip, right? Yeah, that's Q-tip. Like I'd be able to pick that out. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so, like there's some that you can do that with. Like I would recognize, obviously, DMX is. Is, yeah. is, is you know it's something that you just recognize like a Buster Rhymes you know kind exactly of that kind yeah of like voice. especially in his cadence too the, yeah. the way that he flows like they're just they're unique you know they're and it's funny you mentioned Busta and because the song the one that caught me was when Scenario came out and that yep. video came out mm-hmm. and I was like I, I knew because I saw Busta Rhymes I was like I know that's leaders of the new school right and then I was like who are these other guys and then that was it I was done yeah yeah I Pharrell was talking about them in a documentary and I was like ah. I'm right because yeah. I know he's right. Yeah. I know he's right. <laughs> I know he's right. I know if I say it, it's dumb. He says that it's law. Yeah, it's law. Yeah, he's always been a dude that I've always like listened to, and he, he's a musician's musician. Right. Yeah. Same with like a like a, a Rick Rubin, Quincy Jones. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you yeah. know, like yeah. I mean, Rick Rubin's another one. It's so weird, but just like look at who that guy's been. Asso- talk about all over the place. Too. All over the place. Yeah. That all guys, over the place. he's been associated with so much. Yeah. Oh God. Um, Max Martin too. I gotta mention Max Martin. He I'm not was sure I know who that is. He was the mind for a lot of the um, early two thousands, late nineties pop acts. Okay. Um. So like Backstreet Boys and seeing Britney Spears, um, ninety eight degrees. Like you wanted to hit Kate, all the way down to like Katy Perry. Like we're talking like fifteen twenty years. Like you wanted to hit. You go to Max Martin. I think he's like German or something like that. Um, That's wild. And, and and it's just it's just like Pharrell in that. He's one of those people, I don't want to say the wrong stat, but like he's one of those people you look up, he's responsible for like 20% or like some ridiculous percentage of like top 40 hits in a 10 year period. Yeah. Like he's just one of those people, you know? And, and you can argue it's like, yeah, but people are listening because of, nah, because people don't even know that. Yeah, people don't know. People, most people don't know the behind the scenes people that created it. They know the artist. Yeah, they know the artist. You know, they don't know. The, they, there's so many artists that, that you, you love their song. There's nothing wrong with it. But you're like, oh, they didn't write that mm-hmm. at all. Like, and there's a lot like that. I mentioned like Depeche Mode. Yeah. Depeche Mode is very, I mean, it's, I, I've been waiting for that show for 15 years. Yeah. You know, because they don't tour the U.S. very often. But the guitar player is the one that writes all their songs. Yeah. You know, he, everything. And I mean, every he, he's another Everything. one. He does all their music. He does all their lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know, but everyone recognizes the front man because he has a very unique voice as well that everybody remembers. But yeah, he's not the writer. It's the guitar player. Like wild shit like that. Yeah, no, I, I, mean, I, I could do it. this in animals all day. Yeah, me we too. just talk music <laughs> and hippos <laughs> all day. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, might, I might just have to start my own podcast. Do it. Be my first guest. Do <laughs> music <laughs> and hippos. <laughs> I would do this all the time. I really could. And this is why people do podcasts because you could just talk shit mm-hmm. with people that you don't know, but then you get to know and yeah. find out you're both really into music and, and, and animals. In animals and yeah. animal attacks. <laughs> yep, and that's it. <laughs> well, what do you got coming up, man? Yeah. Um, so this Friday, I'll be at the Akron Civic Theater. 
um, with Marcus Smith. Uh, great, Lukey great, and, and great up. venue too. Yeah, um, and I, I've never been to the venue, so like it, it, it's it's exciting for me. That's it. Well, um, it was a refurbished, actually, uh, uh, historical, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like it, it was it was kind of like a relic. And then when LeBron James did more than a game yeah. documentary came out, they kind of redid it, and that's where they did the release. Nice. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, know that. or one of the releases for sure. One of the early ones because he's obviously from Akron. Too. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, so that that'll be Friday, um, November seventeenth. Uh, tickets. It's uh, it opens at seven. Tickets are. If they see it before it, you know, whatever. Probably not. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna send say, me the link and I'll blast it I out. I started there too. talking, then I was like, "There's yes." Yeah, oh yeah, sorry. This <laughs> probably, will be we, got, we got, we got, like <laughs> we got like a month. We're good. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, so yeah, so that's coming up. That's gonna be a big deal. Uh, cool, it's just man. a big show. A lot of rehearsals for it. Um, and then I have uh, my song "Look Like Money" that just came out um, at the end of September. Um, I'm gonna be continuing to promote that, um, as well as some two two new singles that are on the way. Um, nice. I, I can't give away too much there, but there, it's going to be a big deal as well. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm just very excited to keep working and continue to just make music that makes me happy. Oh, good. I'm really glad you can. Where, where can everybody find your stuff? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so my socials, you can find me at Jam Pop Music uh, everywhere. Uh, J A M P O P, and then music. All caps, no space. All caps, no spaces. <laughs> um, so uh, you can find me there everywhere. Also, uh, JamPopMusic.com. Um, and then on all major streaming platforms as Jam Pop, J-A-M-P-O-P, all caps, no spaces. Hell yeah. Awesome, man. I'm really glad you came. It was yeah. cool talking to you, man, and kind of yeah. getting to know you. And I, I like your music. I have Thank ever you. since, uh, you know, ever since we started talking. And uh, mm-hmm. now I like it even more because now I know the man behind it a little bit. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, of course, man. I appreciate it. Anytime. And thank you for having me. Of course. Oh, you're always welcome back, man. Uh, uh, next time around, you can just come in. We can just like do one of those old, like uh, the, the, those theme ones where we just watch a movie and talk shit. Yeah. Love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. That's it. Thanks again, buddy. Yeah. Thank you.